Fort Payne matched Gadsden City blow for blow for three quarters, but ran out of steam in the fourth to fall 63-41 two weeks ago. It was a setback to the Ford momentum this team had experienced since game one. A win against Gadsden City would have positioned the Wildcats to be a big favorite to win this region, but it wasn't meant to be this year. The good news is that Fort Payne has had a week off to lick their wounds and reset themselves for the second half of the season. The bad news is that they've had a week to two, they had two weeks to get the bad, had that bad taste in their mouth from that loss. But it's finally here, time to tee it up and play ball again, and this week it's the visiting Arab Knights. This isn't a region game, but it's a team that came within an inch of the 5A semifinals one year ago. And more importantly, it'll be a chance for this team to get things back on track and make a push to hosting a playoff game for the second year in a row. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Durr. I'll be bringing you the play-by-play, -play, and I'm joined to my right by the specialist, the color man, Brian Northcutt. Brian, how are you doing tonight, this evening? Do doing very well, Chris. Good to be here with you. It's uh, beautiful weather for football tonight. Excited to see what Fort Payne brings to the table this evening. Brian, it is homecoming here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Yes. The, the alums are out. The, the homecoming court is out. The band we return, is out. Yeah, we returned the favor to ARAB for hosting us for homecoming last year, and now we host them for homecoming. So just one little extra piece of motivation That's right. for ARAB tonight. A lot of festivities here in town. Not only is it homecoming week around the schools and everybody's getting hyped for tonight's game action, but it's also the county fair. Oh, my goodness. And, and what, what chaos that's been, huh? That has been chaos as I was there last night working the booth area, and I think everybody in DeKalb, Cherokee, Etowah, and Jackson was there last Buddy, night. Buddy, we got in. We, we went. I had to pull the sophomore uh wall thing that they do that's over here in the top that they compete with all the other classes on it pull that through the parade then bring two of my boys up here to about uh, to the uh, fair about seven o'clock and it, it felt like a concert there were that many people you could hardly move on that end it eventually started to loosen up but we had a late night at the fair and it's going to be a late night tonight too so. <laughs> all right uh brian as we mentioned earlier in my my lead off uh uh, talking there as we mm -hmm. talked about the loss two weeks ago to Gaston City. You know, as we were watching that game, Fort Payne was, you know, hitting them back, back yeah, and forth. it was um, just watching it. Of course, I had to watch you guys, which y'all did a great job. Steve Chambers did a great job filling in for me. I think I was able to watch uh, most of the game. I turned it off when it started getting out of hand in the fourth. But what I saw <clears throat> was a very competitive team and, and the things that we thought were question marks early in the season, we weren't real sure how good offensively with Dax now taking the reins by himself and some young receivers and things like that. But it, um, I was very impressed. Carter Blaylock coming in and giving that, that run he had was outstanding, which gives Kate Bebo's chance to play on defense. Just overall, the, def uh, the offense uh, was really clicking and trying to go blow to blow with the defense. Just, you know, we just don't have a lot of beef up front to be able to handle the kind of guys that we compete against. And we've got, we've got, we consistently, even in our region play, it's amazing that we're able to compete with those guys because you've got offensive line that are upwards of 300 pounds. And we average probably, what, 225, 230 across the front. So um, I think all phases are coming together. I think Coach Elmore's pleased with that. In our interview, he said such. And, um, I, you know, I think Fort Payne's got a great chance. He said that he always wanted to compete against high-level talent so that when you play the Gaston City and it's for the region, then you got a chance. And I think that was the most, the, probably the biggest takeaway from Fort Payne is they didn't shy away. They didn't shrink. They weren't intimidated by the moment, the size of the team, the size of the school. And they competed for, for you know, a, good, a good three and a half quarters. And they really tried to compete four quarters. It just kind of got away from there. Yeah, if you 
a member of Student Council, Key Club, and Future Business Leaders of America. Upon graduating, Cora Bell plans to attend college and earn a degree in fine arts. Ms. Laura Bell Easley. The sophomore attendant is Ms. Ariana Edwards. Ariana is the daughter of April and Trey Edwards and is escorted tonight by her father. Ariana enjoys running track, spending time with family, achieving her goals, and growing more with God. She's also a member of Key Club, Student Council, and a member of Mount Lebanon Baptist Church Youth Choir. In the future, she plans to attend a four-year HBCU college to major in nursing. Journalism. 
Miss Lizzie K. Black. Second princess is Miss Naomi Sands. Naomi's daughter, Mr. and Mrs. Jose and Adriana Sands, and is escorted tonight by her father. Naomi enjoys spending time with her family, friends, and being actually involved in school. Naomi is a member of Key Club, Future Business Leaders of America, Science Club, Students in Constructive Decisions, and also a peer help. Naomi is a future teachers of American of Alabama Treasure. On graduating classes in Olympic Alabama College, we're transferring to Jackson State University to pursue a career in education. It's Naomi Sands. The 2023 Fort Wayne High School homecoming queen is Miss Diana Conferro. Diana's daughter, Mr. and Mrs. Truthful Conferro, is this for not by her father. Diana enjoys taking afternoon walks, shopping, listening to music, playing with her own, and spending time with her cat. Diana played tennis for the school for a total of three years and has been a member of the band program since her sixth grade year. On graduation, Diana plans on attending Northeast Alabama Community College, where she attends earning her associate's degree and later transferring to the university in hopes of becoming a veterinarian. Diana is being crowned tonight by the 2023 homecoming queen, Renate Formosa.
Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your projects. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. community and the love for the game that's what southern properties and wildcat football are all about at southern properties we don't just sell homes we support dreams rooted in fort Payne, just like you southern properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting join us in celebrating the community spirit support wildcat football with southern properties from southern properties Get Coach got a big week this week against Arab. Um, homecoming, of course, we all know what coaches think of homecoming. Mm, yeah. But um, it's the traditional Arab. Uh, you're going to see the same thing that we've seen the last two or three years. So talk about what you're seeing. Maybe that's different, or maybe this is the same. Yeah, just you know, they they they've got a system over there, and they believe in it. They have a the defensive system they believe in, and haven't changed it in several years. And uh, they, their kids understand it, and they know how to, to, to play out of it. They know how to adjust out of it, and. Uh, uh, it's a difficult system to prepare for too. It's a three-three stack, and it's it's run really well. It's very well coached, and uh, kids are in the right position. You're never going to find them out of position. They're going to be in the right spot, and and uh, you know you're not going to you know you know necessarily trick them or or, or confuse them. They're always going to be where they're supposed to be. Um, and then offensively, they you know run a similar offense to us. You know, kind of a zone scheme, and do some do some uh, pulling and trapping as well. But but they try to you know lean heavily on on uh, their run game, setting up their their throw game, and uh, uh, I've got. Uh, a couple of good receivers that do a good job and quarterback this year is a, is a kid named Drew Puccio who played for him a lot as a 10th grader as a receiver they've moved him to quarterback and uh, he's a he's a you know kind of a dual threat dynamic playmaker back there can do a lot of different things and uh, but I think the biggest thing you see when you see you know Lee Osmond's the coach there and has been there for several years now and everywhere coach has been he's been very successful and he was a good player at Alabama back in the day and um, and uh, you know he's always done a good job and I think what you see that he's got those kids believing in now is they just they believe they are they're winners and you know I don't think they believe that when he got there four or five years ago but now after coming off the season they had last year going 11 and two and then they had a really good season the year before that their last year in 6a you know uh, almost beat Oxford for the for the region championship uh, two years ago and um, their kids just believe they're going to win now and you've seen that on film they, they've won some games this year uh, that are close that, that maybe they maybe maybe should have lost I don't know but their kids won't allow it to happen because they believe they're going to win now, and so you just see that show up on film time and time again. And they expect to win, and uh, and 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 they're going to do whatever they can to to help win the game. And they played, you know, Scottsboro was a really good game last week. They led them 14 to nothing, and they had a chances to win the game. And um, Scottsboro was able to make enough plays to pull away at the end, but it was a really close ball game and uh, a game that really could have gone either way. And uh, so we're going. It'll be a tough test. It'll be no different than what we've seen the last several weeks, and we're going to have to play, uh, you know, really well to. to, to in the game. Yeah, now, how, uh, I can't remember a time that uh, Fort Payne, in my history here, I don't know about you, that the 
homecoming week and fair week landed up the same weekend uh, the same week boy that's that's kind of a mess to deal with. Yeah, I think it happened actually two or three years ago. I, I, okay. I, mean, I can't remember who we played. Uh, might have been Hazel Green. Uh, it feels like it's happened though. That, <laughs> I think I said that that year. I said, "What was that's ter- a mess. That was terrible planning." Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. Coach Osmond and I were joking about that on the phone yesterday. They they played us for homecoming last year, and you know, some of our people made a big deal about that. I remember telling them, "I said, well, here's the thing. We're probably gonna play them for homecoming next year." Yeah. Because uh, when you get into the non-region games and the midpoint of the year it's really kind of the ideal time to have homecoming because you know homecoming is obviously a big deal and you want to celebrate uh you know everybody at the high school the players the band the cheerleaders the homecoming court uh but there's a lot of things that go on that week and a lot of different things that kind of get you out of your normal routine and so you know coaches are, are big on routine and i'm big on routine and so when you change that routine you, you worry about how it affects your play and um so you'd rather have you'd rather have that happen in a non-region week than a, mm-hmm. than a big region game and so uh that's what we chose to do again this week this year and really we only had two real choices it was either play them or play buckhorn and uh for homecoming we felt like buckhorn being the last region game of the year was was kind of an important ball game and didn't want to kind of mess up that mm-hmm. week and uh, so that's what we've you know decided to do and didn't did not i should have consulted the the fair people i didn't know if they were going to be in town too but that's okay um in some ways that may that may help us i told our kids you may not have time to go to the fair this week with all the that's stuff right. we've got going on at homecoming but uh um you know it, it's uh you know the good thing is is over the years here for us is every week I every year I worry about this week but typically every year on homecoming we play pretty well so hopefully we'll continue that 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 mm-hmm. uh, kind of tradition in the last several years I've been worried about the games going into it but then we got there to the ball game and our kids play well and show up and do what they're supposed to do so you know we're going to continue to practice the rest of this week and, and get them ready to play and and, uh, and try to enjoy all the homecoming festivities the best we can and but then also settle in there about three o'clock on Friday and try to try mm-hmm. to get ready to go play a game. All right, so that's this Friday night, homecoming Fort Payne Wildcats Stadium. Uh, game time, 7 o'clock. Our broadcast time will be 6.30. Uh, Coach, good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, a pick six or something like that. Yeah, they got up quick with with some kind of some uh, non-traditional ways of scoring points, and that's all the points they ended up. Scoring. If you look back at what what Fort Payne did, you know, when they made the adjustment, Scottsboro scored seven points the rest of the game. That's so it, they just made the adjustment later than you know, admittedly from Coach Elmore, but th- later than they should have. But once they made the adjustment and and began to run run their defense. Uh, to stop that option a little bit differently, they shut that offense down. It just took a while to get there. So, so it's been looking at tonight. It, I mean, Arab can be a dangerous team. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 solid across the board. They play. Um, <clears throat> it's one of those teams that you just. It, there's not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna just wow you, but they're going to play solid. So you're gonna have sound, sound fundamental uh, football tackling blocking. As Coach Elmore mentioned in our interview, that three three stack. He's got its own little sets of problems that you just got to be careful of. Uh, but talking with the coaches this week, they feel you know confident that if they execute their game plan, then they've, they've got a really good chance of winning this football game. All right, we got about nine minutes before we start. Let's take a two-minute timeout, and we'll come back with the starting lineups. There we go. Uh, when we come back, you are listening to Wildcat Football on WZOB. Southern Properties, 
We don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your projects. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Welcome back into Wildcat Stadium. We have a moment of silence and then the national anthem. Thank you. Please remain standing as the Fort Bend High School Junior ROTC presents the colors and the national anthem is performed by the Fort Bend High School with Wildcat Marching Band.
better than just the silent part of it. <laughs> All right, Brian's going to welcome you back into Wildcat Stadium. It's tonight's homecoming game versus the Arab Knights. Mr. Northcutt's going to give you a few of the starting lineups. All right, here we go for Arab first on defense at the spur linebacker number 18, a junior, Lamar uh, Wyatt Lamar. At a cornerback number 20, a junior, Jackson Ivey. Sam linebacker number 11, a senior, Clay Bagwell. Mike linebacker. Number zero, um, senior, Logan Silva. At will linebacker, Landon Ertle, number 13, he's a sophomore. Free safety, Hagen Stewart, number four, he's a senior. At cornerback, number five, Dylan Morrow, he's a senior. At rover linebacker, number seven, he's a junior, Peyton Jackson, the defensive end. Uh, number 34, a senior, Andrew Carroll at nose guard. A junior, number six, Lawson King. And the other end is a senior, number 26, Trent Brooks on offense for the Knights tonight. Left tackle, number 69, a junior, Jackson East. At left guard, a junior, number 79, Frank Clark. At center, a junior, number 75, Noah Smith. At right guard, a senior, number 52, Brody Enix. And at right tackle, a senior, number 57, Kurt Williams. The X receiver for uh, Arab is a junior, number 10, Noah Mann. The H-back is a sophomore, number 15, Luke Hudson. The Y receiver is a junior, number one, Landon Strickland. And the Z receiver is a sophomore, number 22, Dylan Kirkland. The fullback is number eight, a junior, Logan Aldridge. And at quarterback for the Knights, number two, a junior, Drew Puccio. For the Wildcats tonight on defense, starting at a defensive line, he's a junior, number 42, Lucas Talent. Another defensive lineman is a senior, number 41, Caden Kilgore. Defensive lineman, a senior, number 77, Hayden Presley. Defensive end is a sophomore, number 40, Chandler uh, Mason Chandler. At linebacker, a junior, uh, number zero, Carter Tinker. At the other linebacker spot, it's a senior, number 24, Bennett Blanks. The outside linebackers tonight, number 14, Tyler Wooten, he's a senior. And number two, Caden Dubo is also a senior. At cornerback, number 22, a junior, Connor Kinsley. The other cornerback is also a junior, number 30, Kyle Caminiti. At free safety, number 33, a junior, Luke Patton. On offense, on offense tonight for the Wildcats, quarterback, number five, a junior, Dax Varnador. At running back, a sophomore, number 23, Carter Blaylock. At wide receiver, number eight, a junior, Brandon Oliver. Another wide receiver, number 17, it's sophomore, Riker Shankles. Another wide receiver, number six, uh, sophomore, Blake Griggs. The other wide receiver is number four, a senior, Nolan Fowler. On the offensive line for Fort Payne tonight, left tackle, number 56, a sophomore, Jaden Jackson. The left guard, a senior, number 50, Will Patton. Center, the senior, number 55, Jordan Wright. Right guard is a senior, number 57, Michael Gomez. And right tackle is a junior, number 79, Malcolm Jackson. Those are your starting lineups tonight for Fort Payne and Arab. All right, we got a minute 40 before we get ready. We'll stay here as uh, we get ready for tonight's homecoming game between your Wildcats and the Arab Knights. Yeah, Coach uh, Elmore wanted to make sure we mentioned that uh, one of the captains tonight is number, well, he's wearing number 88, but that's number 88 is actually a Tristan Rogers on the football team. But Reese, uh, Reese Colburn's out there representing uh, Fort Payne tonight as a captain. And if you're not familiar with Reese, Reese has just been flown in from surgery yep. uh, with, with things he has going on. So it, it is a miracle that he is out there. Yeah. And uh, give God all the praise for uh, right. allowing him to be able to. This is his senior year. Yep. And he loves sports. He does. He loves does. sports. Play, played with his dad. Uh, his dad was at Alabama when I was at Auburn. We would meet at midfield uh, through, during a couple of Iron Bowls. And so hoping hoping to um, um, 
connect with Roman tonight. I'm, I texted him earlier, and he's up for coming up here and talking. So hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to Roman a little bit about uh, Reese tonight. All right, the Arab Knights enter the field with flags waving. They are wearing white helmets, white jerseys, white pants, and royal blue trim all over. They are royal blue and white. Straight yeah, very, up. very Indianapolis Colts. Just think the Colts. That's yes. what they look like. That's exactly what they look like across the field. Fort Payne's wearing the black jerseys, the gold pants. I'm not going to call those Vegas gold. They're a little more gold. And the white numbers with Vegas gold arm trim and helmets on the, and black helmets. And they enter the field. Behind the cheerleaders and the large spirit line is it is homecoming night here in Fort Payne. Yeah, really, really fun. You know, I was thinking about that during the pep rally today and then it, the parade last night and the fair, even the fair and all that. Just a, just a cool time of year, you know, just fun to be here in Fort Payne and, and the community support. Everybody knows everybody. Um, it's just a great place to raise a family. So. Being, being someone being someone who is a, a new transplant to this area of northeast Alabama, uh, you have the warm days, but it gets cool up this way in a hurry. Oh, and yeah. It, and it makes it nice. In the yeah, night. it's very, very pleasant up here in the evenings in the fall. All right, it looks like uh, Arab will be set to receive. Fort Payne will kick off as we're ready to get started on this one. I guess if you're listening to us, you're listening to us on WZOB 100.9 FM or radio or 1250 AM. If you're watching us, you can see us on FPTV, on the FPTV app, so you can watch the game and hear Brian's awesome voice. <laughs> and if you really listen, we'll try to get our, our station manager, Miss Holly, to cackle, laugh every once in a while. There we go. That's my goal, Miss Holly, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it fills in the gaps pretty good. So we call her the captain. She's behind us. She directs us, keeps us going, motivated. She's our cheerleader that y'all can't see. We love it. She pushes all the buttons. Yes, literally yes. pushes all the buttons. And Jamie's figuratively. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, Connor Hughes will be set to kick off for Fort Payne from their own 40-yard line. Fort Payne play on the artificial turf surface. It looks nice and green this time of year, Brian. Yeah, and, and no pooch kicks. No pooch kicks tonight. That pooch kicks tonight. Well, there, now, there's a quarterback named Poochio. Yeah, poo yeah, unless they kick. What if they pooch kick the Poochio? <laughs> he's quite a while. He's quite, he was a return guy when he was a freshman. Poochio uh, was? Yes, he's he's been playing since he was a freshman here for ARAM. All right, the train's crossing. Train's train coming. horn, and here's the kickoff. This one's going deep. The re returner kicks it at the five. He's up to the 20. Looking for a hole, he gets through, and he's brought down by number nine, Riker Engel. Riker Engel. Good to see him back. I'm hoping he'll have some opportunities to get some in on the defense. They were penciling him in uh, at least in a second spot in the secondary uh, before he got hurt in preseason camp. And it looks like he's kind of cleared to go now. I'll go ahead and tell you, Brian, I listened to the arab Scottsboro <laughs> game last week, and I heard them play that Go Georgia Bulldog yeah, we don't the whole that. game. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no call for that in Alabama. They don't care where you are. All right, Arab will set up first as they are have the ball. Looks like the 28-yard line. Two receivers went on each side. They're going to put one man in motion. Quarterback is going to hand off to the running back. He's trying to find a hole for Payne there to stuff it yeah. for about a one-yard gain. Great job by Caden Dubos just putting his, his face mask in the chest of that running back and, and driving him backwards. Really good job there. All right, as we're just getting started, 11.40 and clock's ticking as we've just started the first quarter. No score in the game so far. The Arab Knights now have the ball in the 31. They gave them two yards on that one, so it'll be second down in eight. Do they have a 
I just I just forgot the running back's name on defense. I just went blank. Quarterback takes the ball. He's being flushed out. It's going to come this side. He's going to fake the throw, and he's going oh, wow. to get hit and knocked out wow. of bounds. Wow. Caden, yeah. Caden's on fire right now. He's he yeah. accelerated into that. Caden Dubose. That's what I was trying to yeah. remember his name. Sorry about that, folks. Caden <laughs> Dubose, and he made the tackle. So there you go. They gave him uh, looks like half a yard on that one. So it's going to bring up third and seven. Yeah, I never knew Caden in his junior high days, but Coach Elmore said that that's basically he was he was a defensive guy when he came up and had to go in at running back his freshman year to help out because of an injury, and he, he got kind of pigeonholed as a running back, and now he's back in his true position in defense. Puccio is the quarterback for A-Rap. He's number two. He's in the shotgun. He's got four receivers, three far side, one near, one running back. Running back's going to go out. They're going to throw us out, uh, swing past oh, him. Man. He makes a move around the Fort Payne defenders, and he ah. picks up the first down up to the 44-yard line. Yeah, had Bennett Blanks kind of in a safety spot there, and he looked like he was spying the running back when the running back went out for that swing route. Bennett knew it immediately, and Carter did too, but he they over-pursued, and he cut back underneath and got a first down. He picked up 13 yards on that play. That was the running back, Logan Aldridge, for the Knights. And you got to sandwich those things. One's got to turn in, one's got to turn out, and then corral him. And they both over-pursued, and he cut back underneath it. 10-50 play here in the first quarter, no score. Arab with the ball first, as they got the first, first down of the game. Bunch receivers, they're going to hand off to running back. Aldridge, he's met quickly. He picks up, though, about five yards, so it'll be second down and five. Yeah, just kind of a pile-up in there. Four Payne looks like they're playing when they go single receiver, leaving Connor Kinsley on an island out here just as man coverage. He's a good, he's a good DB to do that with. They're going to mark him down at the 48-yard line, so it was just a four-yard gain. It'll be set up second and six for the Knights. The Knights with three receivers, two far side, one near. Running back just to the right of Puccio. I mean, he's right on his hip. And he's going to hand it off. And he's got a hole. Fort Payne's there, but not before he can pick up another four yards and make third down and two. Tinker, Carter Tinker with that tackle. All right, they cross midfield, so it'll be a short third and two. They're quick huddle. Yeah, Coach Elmore mentioned that Puccio's much more of a dual threat than he is a true pocket passer. Puccio now looks over to the sideline. Tried to hard count Fort Payne. The defense did a great job holding there. Three receivers for the Knights. They're going to hand off to the running back. He gets mm, through and uh, yeah, I think uh, he's going to be right on the stick, Brian. Here. They're going to give him the first down on no, that one. He's but you know how they do. I know. If he's on the stick, it's just automatic first. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's right on the stick. They're looking at you. They go ahead and advance it. So a picks up another first down. They'll have first and 10 from the Fort Payne side of the field at their 45, no, 46-yard line. Yeah, a being very, very patient, fully uh, fully willing to take two, three, four yards a clip and not, not try to get big chunk, but just be steady with it. 8.47 to go here in the first. Arab on their first drive of the night. No score in this ball game. First and 10 from the Fort Payne, 46. Four receivers now. Puccio is going to roll out to his right. He's going to throw, finds a receiver, and it's just oh, off wow. top of his hands. Incomplete. Yeah, that's frustrating for your quarterback to hit you right in the hands and then drop it. Yeah, he threw it. He threw it well enough. Yeah, should have been caught. That'll bring up second and 10 for the Knights. Is that the first pass they've attempted this evening? Except for that swing well, he, pass? 
Yeah, now he rolled out once looking to pass, but we had him covered up. So they've, they've called a few pass plays, but not many. All right, second down and 10. No score in this one. Fort Payne looking to stop the Arab Knight drive. Two receivers this time on the far side. And they're going to hand off to the running back, Aldridge. Aldridge trying to find a hole. He's taught, and they can take him down quick after a three-yard gain. It'll set up third and seven for the Knights. Yeah, Arab's uh, kind of attacking every spot. They're hitting uh, inside, off tackle, sweeps, uh, rollouts for the quarterback. So really trying to attack every, every aspect of the field right now. All right, 8.15 to play, and clock is ticking on these running plays. No score. Big Arab, yeah, big opportunity for the defense here. Try to, to hold right here. Try to hold. Three receivers, two near side, one far. Aldridge in the backfield with Puccio, the quarterback. Puccio takes a snap. He's going to fake the handoff, throw across <clears> the middle, <throat> finds his receiver for a first down to the Fort Payne 31. Yeah, a little RPO there. Fort Payne brought Caden Dubos on a stunt off the corner. Caden, I don't know how close he was to tipping it, but he was in the quarterback's face. And good job by Puccio getting it to Now on the first down, quick, uh, quick uh, play for the for the Knights. They hand it off to Aldridge. Aldridge getting through some tackles, and he picks up about eight yards on that run. Yeah, just steady at this point right now. Just uh, Fort Payne going to have to figure out how to get the stops here. It's going to bring up second down and two from the Fort Payne, Fort Payne 35-yard line. No, 25-yard line. Steady dose of Knights right now. They're yeah. passing and running the ball. So you gotta, you got to say it's been a solid drive right so far. All right, this time two receivers split. One running back, Aldridge, in the backfield with Puccio. 7.15 to go, no score. They put a man in motion from left to right. Fakes the handoff. Puccio rolls out right, hits the, the receiver that came across, and he's able yeah. to pick up about three yards for a first down. Saw that in a – what game was that? Was that Oregon that runs that play? They run a blocking back across and then slide him into the flats. Georgia does that with O'Bowers a lot. All right, so they'll put Etowa in the alpha red zone. Arab. Did I say alpha? <laughs> no, you said Etowa. <laughs> there it is. There's my blue and white mistake for the night. There you go. Sponsored by Tyler Griggs. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Be honest with you, I've been saying Arab all night. That's just weird. All right, first and 10 for the Knights. They're going to hand off to Aldridge. Aldridge following his blocker. Okay, Fort Payne there. Meets him for probably no gain. They're going to give him one, so it'll be second down and nine. Yeah, they're, they're expecting these wide receivers. They're coming in motion, and they're blocking like a, like a fullback would block in a traditional offense. They're having to lead in on linebackers, and uh, I, don't, I don't know what kind of recipe that is long term, but so far it's been fairly effective. All right, second and nine. No score in this one. Etowa, uh, I just said it again. Arab driving. We'll get Mike Brewis up I'll here. I'll tell you what, he will wear me out. They have the ball on the Fort Payne 18-yard line. All right, wholesale in wholesale motion right there. That's, is that Puccio? No, okay, he's back there now. Puccio with the ball, looking to throw toward the end zone. He's got a man over in the corner. Good play. And Fort Payne breaks it up for incomplete. Yeah, Kyle Caminiti really never turned around, but was close enough to the receiver ball, I think actually bounced off his helmet. Good job by, uh, by Caminiti, who's probably got, let's see, that receiver 6'4". Caminiti is, um, what is he, 5'9"? 5'9 so on 6'4". He's got seven, seven inches on him. Well, Good they job had, by Kyle. They had the right call. Uh, the quarterback probably needed to put a little more air on it. It, was, it looked like it, he put it pretty close to on the money. He needed to put it a little bit more over his shoulder and he'd have had it. But good job by Kyle on defense there. That'll bring up 39 for Arab. Need a stop here. We'll ball if... on the Fort Payne 19-yard line. 
Looks to be bringing pressure. They are. They're going to throw the quick throw across the middle. Fort Payne's there. Were they there early? Oh, no flag is thrown. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We were both kind of, uh, good job, Connor. Was, was it there early? Was it not? But apparently, no. No flag was thrown. So it's fourth down. Fourth down. Let's see if Arab will kick a field goal or go for it here. Looks like they're going for it. Looks like they're keeping, they're keeping the offense on the field. Yeah. I wonder if Arab's going to do that a lot with stunts is just kind of throw into it with that slant look. I look for them to. I look for them to throw the corner again here, Brian. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have. Well, they got Bennett Blanks back there helping out on on six four. Three receivers. I don't think they're gonna get that. They're gonna he's look, gonna try it. He's looking for that look corner that. again. Blanks is over there and incomplete. So turnover on downs. Fort Payne will get the ball on their own 19 yard line. Yeah. Great job, Fort Payne. <laughs> and I don't know why why Arab didn't do something about it, but. Fort Payne stacked uh, Bennett Blanks over top of Kyle to give some help, and they still threw the go over there. And that's 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 not a real great call there. Uh, y'all can uh, y'all can take my resume to any coaches nearby. You know, I'm, I'm looking for a job, I guess, after calling the play from here. There you go. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, 5:44, no score in this one. Uh, Arab does not score on their first drive. Turnover on downs. Fort Payne will start theirs on their own 18-yard line, first and ten. Barnador is your quarterback. He turns and throws it out to receiver Griggs. Griggs goes around the right side, plows through some people, picks up about six yards. Yeah, good call. I thought that defensive end was offsides there, but evidently he just timed it up real well. I'll bring up second down and four for the Wildcats. Fort Payne operating a little quickly. They got four receivers, two on each side. Is that Blaylock in the backfield with Barnador? It is, yeah. Blaylock in the backfield. Carter getting the start tonight. Barnador steps back, looks, throws the cross nice. over to the side, finds his receiver for a DeKalb fix it first down. Good job getting Riker Shankles there, a little pump, a little, little bit of a, it's a, it's a pump and go, kind of sit on a, on, a, on a hitch and then go, and he hit it underneath that safety or that cornerback. All right, looking for a quick snap here for Fort Payne. they got to just get the ball guy off the field, man in motion. Barnador hands it off to Blaylock. Blaylock up the middle, met, picks up about three yards. All right, five minutes left here in the first quarter. No score in this one. Fort Payne with their first drive of the evening. Yeah, Fort Payne doing a little bit of tempo tonight in this first series. Four receivers again, two on each side for Fort Payne. Varnador in the shotgun. Takes a snap. He's looking to throw. He throws it across the middle. A little bit high. And out of the reach and incomplete. Yeah, that was close. That was really, really close. I think Riker probably would say, yeah, I should have caught that. But a little bit high. That'll bring up third down and seven for the Wildcats. Arab tends to drop a lot in coverage. You know, they really only have that 3-3 three, three stack gives you the convenience of having six people within the box, but also three people that can drop at any given point. Fort Payne with four receivers, three near side, one far. There we go. Oh, and it looks like they drew, drew Arab offsides. Yep, got the nose tackle on that one, which is always pu puzzling to a defensive coach when you're sitting right over top of the ball. All right, so that'll give Fort Payne five yards, make it third and two as the ball now moves up to the Fort Payne 44. 444, 41 left in the first quarter. Barnard shotgun, brings receivers in on the left side, puts a man in motion, takes a snap. They're going to throw it to the man in motion, trying to follow his blockers, and he's able to get the DeKalb fix it first down up to the 48. Yeah, that was a very similar route that, that Arab ran earlier. The guy in motion just kind of goes a little flat, little mini flat route. It was a real quick hitter. 
You heard that right. He used the term quick hitter. Quick hitter. Nice job. Just a quick hitter. Four receivers, two on each side for Fort Payne. Uh, looks like uh, yeah, Dubo's back Dubo's in, in the back. He takes the handoff, trying to get around the right side. He does. He's at the 50. He's at the 45. He's at the 40. And he's running out of bounds about the 35-yard line for DeKalb fix it first yeah, down. we got a flag. Looks like it may be coming back, Chris. And a flag on the play, which is a notorious for. Yeah, it's going to end up being holding there. <laughs> There's just That's a no-doubter. I wish y'all could have seen Brian's face on that one. <laughs> no doubt that's a holding yeah, ball. Yeah, that is. Let's see the white hat. He's coming over here to tell us about it, and that's what it is. Holding against Fort Payne. <laughs> it looks like that was on about the 40, Arab's 49-yard line, so see if they, they're going to mark off 10 from there. Yeah, it's really hard as a receiver because uh, when you're blocking on the offensive line, you generally know where the play's hitting, but at receiver, that, that play's designed to hit up the middle, so he's not expecting the run to come towards him, so he doesn't know that the play's coming to, it, to where he's at, and he's having to adjust. That backs the ball up to the Fort Payne 41 now to be first and about 17. Warnador throws it out to DeBose. DeBose trying to get around the man, but he couldn't get a, escape his grasp and only picks up a yard. It'll be second and 17. Yeah. Uh, Coach Elmore, I, I, I can assure you with these little short out routes that they're running. He's setting up something deeper. He's watching to see who's coming up and what they're doing. They're going to call second and 15 on that one. Four receivers. Barnador, your quarterback. They put uh, Fowler in motion. He flips up to Fowler. Fowler trying to find a hole. He gets through. He gets up to about the original line of scrimmage, and that's where he'll go down, set up third and 10. Yeah, nice pickup. Four Payne trying to get to the edges and make uh, Arab run sideline to sideline right now. Third down and 10. So he got back to the original line of scrimmage. Third and 10 on the Fort Payne side of the field. They're on 48. 3.20 to go. No score. Fort Payne on their first drive of the evening. See what the see what Coach Elmore dials up. Varnador looking to throw. They get rushed. He gets it off to the receiver, but he's tackled short of the first down. Yeah. He's going to be short about three yards on the ARAB 45-yard run. Yeah, you really want that receiver to get past the, the line to gain, but uh, th third and 10, that's really challenging. It looks like Coach Elmore may try to go for this. He's a little bit in no man's land right here. Yeah, it looks like a long two based on, it looks like two yards. Yeah. It's going to be fourth and two. Fort Payne's going to go for it. Varnador in the shotgun. Three receivers. DeBose in the backfield. No Blaylock's in the backfield. I saw the two, but there's more numbers than yeah. just the one. That's right. It is homecoming here tonight at Wildcat Stadium. Big crowd here to watch the Fort Payne Wildcats take on the Arab Knights. They're backing off now. It looks like they may have gone off sides. There they're we gonna, go. They're going to blow it dead. I thought he jumped earlier, like first play of the series. But the official didn't call at that time. It was a little bit more of that. And uh, that'll give the first down to Fort Payne. Good yep, job. That'll give them a decab fix it first down the easy way. Yeah, that's right. That'll move the ball to the ARAB. Let's see where he marks it off to. The ARAB 39-yard line. First and 10 for the Wildcats. 224. It's been a fast quarter, Brian. It really has. No score in this ball game. If you're just tuning in. Fort Payne with five receivers, four of them stacked. Quick out over here to number 23. That's good. That's Blaylock, right? He's trying yep. to fight for more yardage. He gets down to about the 32-yard line. Yeah, I think the, the theme of the night may be quick hitters, Chris. It's, everything is, is trying to get underneath the defense, get it out there quick to the edges. That'll set up second down and a long two for Fort Payne. When you look at Arab's defense, there's just a lot of congestion at that middle level. Warnador takes a snap. 
They rush. He's trying to find a hole to get through. He does. He's trying to look through. Gets through some defenders. There puts a go. shoulder into somebody and gets to the cab. <laughs> picks it first down. <laughs> he lowered the shoulder, bro. Lowered that, lowered that a little bit. I la Tim Tebow. That was his right shoulder. I'm sure uh, Coach Elmore said, hey, let's don't, let's don't yeah. lower that one. Yeah. <laughs> Dax is a right hand, righty. Four receivers, three on the far side, one near. They rush. We got a Good call. wide receiver screen. Fowler trying to carry defenders with him. He gets all the way down inside the alpha red zone for the cab. Fix it first down to the nine-yard line. Yeah, great screen call. They they brought a lot of pressure. Arab did, and Fourpain let it through. And then slid the slip screen out to Nolan. Good job. So it'll be first and goal from the nine-yard line. No score in this one. One minute and 15 left to go here in the first quarter. They hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock got a hole, trying to get through. He's still driving. And they are going to give him the touchdown. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Wow, that's a really clean, other than that holding call, Chris, that's a clean drive. And they overcame that penalty um, to, to score the touchdown. Really, really good first series for Fort Payne. Really? On, on both offense and defense, even though they gave up yards, they eventually held. So good job. They are now attempting the Thrive Outdoor Extra, outdoor, Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Carney Hughes waiting for the snap. Snap holds down, kick is up, and it is good. So after the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point, your Wildcats now lead the Arab Knights seven to nothing with one minute left to go in the first. We'll be right back with more Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Welcome back to Wildcat Stadium, where your Fort Payne Wildcats have taken the lead here at homecoming over the Arab Knights, seven to nothing. As we almost at the end of the first quarter, Brian. Yeah, that's a that was a quick one, one series each, and and uh, I guess about five and a half minutes each. All right, Chambers is set to kick off this time. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, he is so close to getting into the end zone consistently, but just not quite. And here's the kick. This one's high. Deep, but it's going to be filled. No, he's there going to go. go. It did Good. go in the end zone, Brian. Good job, Hayden. Yeah, he's been right on the edge of that, and that's what they were trying to do last or two weeks ago at Gadsden City to try to, hey, let's just go ahead and see if we can get in the end zone. And, and we saw how that worked out for him. <laughs> <laughs> there's, the, there's the Georgia Bulldogs chant from the Arab Knight Band, who is directly across from our booth. I wish we had more Fort Payne band this far. I wish we need to talk to them about moving to this side. Yeah, or just get you a <laughs> microphone and plug it in. Oh, you didn't realize. Well, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> anyway, sorry, folks. So the off, off air discussion about last week's Gaston City game. All right, Arab has the ball now on their own 20 yard line. We'll set up first and 10 for their second drive of the night, trailing the Fort Payne Wildcats 0 to 7. You like how I did the backward score. There you go. We got any updates on scores around? Not, nothing much. Everything's out of region tonight, so. Fake the handoff to Aldridge. Fort Payne defender there. Missed the tackle. He's got through and picked up nine yards. Yeah, Puccio is looking for that RPO every single time. He's trying to sneak a few yard, extra yards in. 
I'm, I'm imagining they're going to try to do something to, to prevent that here in the future. All right. It'll, uh, Arab That's sit. three. Yep. Arab quick snap. They pick up the first down. They get it up to the 32-yard line. We'll keep a tally of that, Chris. Keeping a tally. It's just that's it. for some reason that's just easy to roll off the tongue, and I, they're not even here. I guess it's the blue and white. It's blue yeah, and it's white. a little bit there. <laughs> All right, 43 seconds left here in the first quarter. Arab trailing Fort Payne seven to nothing. Yeah, the Hillcrest Tuscaloosa up 14 to nothing on Gadsden City in the first quarter. Oxford and Hartsell tied at zero. Muscle Shoals, James Clemens, seven to, seven to seven. After that run, Arab picked up a first down. They've got two receivers stacked near side, one receiver far side. Aldridge in the backfield with Puccio. They're on their own 32-yard line. Puccio takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to Aldridge. Fort Payne looks like they're there, but he's able to push forward for about three yards. Uh, Buckhorn and Gunnersville no score in the first quarter. Boaz and uh, uh, Boaz trails Southside 14 to seven in the first. And there's in the, the first. All right, there's the horn. So after one quarter of play, your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Arab Knights 7-0. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. back. Arab with the ball. They hand it off to Aldridge. Aldridge, no. Puccio's keeps it. He faked me off. He sneaks around this side, picks up about four yards, Brian. Yeah, he's real athletic. He played wide receiver last year. Was a punt returner. Played a little receiver two years ago. Now as a junior as a starting quarterback. Sylvania up 7 to nothing on Pisgah in the second quarter. The Valley Head leads out her 14 to nothing. After that run by Puccio, that brings it third and three for Arab. 11.55 to go here in the half. Fort Payne leading 7 to nothing. As I really make an exerted, uh, exerted effort to say Arab. There you go. Well, I got three Etowahs right now. So, Ooh, I wonder if I, you know, that's where Brian heard me last because we were away. I mean, that's where uh, Mike heard me last year. Yeah. All right, two receivers. They put a man in motion from right to left. Puccio fakes the handoff. He rolls out right. Has the receiver out there? Makes wow. the catch. First for a first down to the Fort Payne 45-yard line. Yeah, they're throwing a lot to one tonight so far. Really trying to was it's 6-4. That's a pretty good idea. And Caden Dubo's really right there with him in good coverage, but just threw it high enough for him to go up and get it. All right, they'll set up first and ten for the Arab Knights on the Fort Payne side of the field from the Fort Payne 45. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. Puccio looking the sideline for. Maybe an audible. He is. Fort Payne puts Bennett Blanks down on one, so that'll stop. Hopefully, stop that. Puccio hands off to Aldridge. Aldridge trying to follow his blockers up the middle. 
squeezes through. Looks like they're going to give him the 40-yard line, so he picks up five yards. Yeah, it feels like he he gets about one or two more yards than what you initially think he's getting. Yeah, I, I thought he was, yeah, like you just said, two yards back, but he well, squirted through. Tyler Wooten had him in the backfield and just slipped through his fingers. Second and five with 11 minutes to go. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. Arab with four receivers. Three have come near side, one far side. Aldridge in the backfield with Puccio, the quarterback. Puccio takes a snap. He rolls out left side, looking to throw. Nope, he's going to keep it. Fort Payne wraps him up, and there's a flag on the play for no gain. Yeah, that, that usually ends up being holding where that's thrown. We'll take it. Or an eligible receiver down. Well, he didn't throw the ball, so they can't call that. Yep, they're going to call holding on Arab. That's going to back him up. As Brian said, he loves a holding call on the other team. That's right. Every time. <laughs> that should put it back to the 50-yard line. Let's see. Yep. That's going to back it up to the 50. That's going to bring up second and 15 for the Knights. And I guess that's where I'm getting my Etowah and Arab mixed up because they Etowah and Arab are both royal blue and white. Mm -hmm. Indianapolis Colts, Kentucky looking. All right, three receivers, two near side, one far side for the Knights. Puccio is your quarterback, second and 15. Puccio fakes the handoff. He's looking to throw Fort Payne chases, gets it to his running back. Fort Payne, oh, he missed the tackle. He gets through another four, from, gets through some more tackles and gets about 17 on that one, Brian. Yeah, no, a, not 17, a, I'm sorry, about 12. Everybody running deep, then just slid a, the running back out in the screen. A really good call by Arab right there to try to set up a manageable third down. That's going to bring up third and four after the nice gain by the Knights. I'm trying to describe the action, and he's being spun around and tackled and grabbed hold of. Yeah, he's a good running back. He's, he, he runs the ball hard. Third and four, 9.57 to go here in the half. Fort Payne leading Arab 7 to nothing. You almost did it there, didn't you? I had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Two receivers this time for Arab. And it looks like a direct snap to Aldridge, the running back. He squirts through, and he picks up the first down. Yeah, that's a different running back. That's not Aldridge. No, it's not. That number, is zero. That's number zero. He's got, he's got a neck brace. So I, got Lo, I got Logan Silva, the linebacker. Yeah. He's, that, he's, that, he's that, there that, Bennett Blanks, it looks like. Yep. So they picked up an Arab first down to the Fort Payne 34-yard line. Arab just on their second drive of the night. He's staying in there, too. As we have nine minutes left in the half. Is he staying in at running back? Yeah, he's there again. Puccio's your quarterback, though. He's going to hand it off to the big man, linebacker, and he's he's got to gets away from some tackles. He runs over some wow. Fort Payne defenders and picks up a first down. They're going to have to gang tackle better than that. He's sliding off all those. It was that for Fort Payne, number 14, Tyler Wooten. Yeah. He got a whole shoulder full of them. Uh, yeah, they had they had had about three or four guys. He broke about five. It looked like five tackles right there. All right, first and 10 uh, at the 20. They are in the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Yeah, I, I got a feeling he's going to get the ball. Yeah, he's in, he's in the he's still kind in of wildcat. Yeah. yeah, he is in the wildcat. Puccio is not back there. This is Silva. Silva takes a direct snap, trying to go around, follow his blockers around the left side, and he's tripped with about a one-yard gain. Yeah, good job that time, setting the edge and making him turn inside. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go to that wellhouse too much. Well, until they stopped it, they, they stopped it. So now I would expect there'll be a little bit different call on that than that here. All right, second and nine from the 19. 8.20 to go in the half. Fort Payne leading Arab, seven to nothing. 
You still have to pay attention to him, though. And they still have Silva in the backfield. I would look for play action here. I don't know if he can throw it or not. Okay, they're going to switch. They are going to shift out of it. Here comes Puccio back to the quarterback. Two receivers each side. Puccio takes a snap. Hands it off to Silva. Silva gets some yardage, but not enough. As he gets to the 15, they'll set up third down and five. Trying to figure out who they've pulled to put him in because the running back, Aldridge, is still in there. So just under eight minutes to go. Fort Payne leading Arab seven to nothing. Third and five from the Port, Fort Payne 15-yard line. Maybe they'll wear him out and he won't be very effective on defense next time. Well, they've, he's, he's still, still back, back there. In there. Puccio's moved out to receiver. Silva's going to take the direct snap. Nope. I wonder if they just tried to hard snap to yeah, get Fort Payne. Yeah, to they're going to shift it back now. He looks like he's going to call a timeout. I don't think they're ready to call a play. And that was interesting. I wouldn't think that was a place for a hard snap, but they did. So Arab will call a timeout. We'll take it with them. 7.15 to go. Fort Payne leading 7 to nothing. We'll be back with more Wildcat football. Welcome back to Wildcat Stadium. It is homecoming night here in Fort Payne, Alabama as the Wildcats lead the Knights seven to nothing in what has been a very fast game and very few drives. This is uh, Arab's second drive. Fort Payne's only had the ball once. That's right. So far. <laughs> One drive, this is, yeah, second time around. So we got 7.15 to go in the half. Arab has the ball on the Fort Payne 15, third and five. As they whistle in play, let's see, they they got the, uh, they still got Silva in the backfield. Yeah, they're shifting now. Well, no. They put Puccio in motion, and Silva takes a direct snap, and he gets a nice game. He's close. He's going to be about a yard short, Brian. Yeah, I think they may have been setting that up to know that they're going to go for it. So That's going to bring up fourth and one for the Knights. Yeah, I think you have to look at Silva again here. Oh, they actually backed it up a yard. It's going to be fourth and two, Brian. I'll take that. It's to be interesting for Payne Coach Elmore is furious about something. I think he, I think they think Silva, and I think he did, maybe step early before the snap came, which is a false start. Right. Silva is in the backfield again. He's they've, getting it. They've done away with the quarterback. Puccio's out right. Direct, sack, direct snap to Silva. Silva trying to find his way. Four good hit. There. Hey, oh, he gets golly. out of the tackle. Breaks another tackle and tackled down at the two-yard line. Wow, Fort Payne had him, Brian. Yeah, he's just slipping out of him. He's, to his credit, he's a good running back. Now, I hope it wears the heck out of him so he can't do anything on defense. But that's the risk. Arab, I think they've said, that, hey, we've got to start scoring, and we've got to start scoring now because they've given a steady dose of Silva. I don't, there's no way, unless they've got a good backup, that he's not going to be able to do that all night. So that'll bring up first and goal from the two from the Port, Fort Payne two-yard line. That's their Mike linebacker and the backup's a sophomore, so if they're going to give a steady dose of him all night long, 
then we're going to run right at him when he gets back out there on defense. He's in the backfield. He takes a direct snap again. Fort Payne meets him. He tries to spin out. Fort Payne gang tackles him for about a half a yard gain. Yeah, that's a good hit. Good initial hit. I don't know if that was Luke Patton or Caden Dubos. And then look like uh, Tyler Wooten coming in to finish it off. But whoever it is, stood him up really good right there. Yeah, he gained about a foot on that play. It'll still be... So will now be second and goal from just inside the two-yard line. 5.45 to go in the half. Fort Payne leading Arab 7 to nothing. you got to think that they've got one of those little Tim Tebow jump passes off of this. This would be a good time to run it right now. Because they're, they are, they got Silva back there again. But Fort Payne's not stacking the line, so I don't know if that's a really good call right here. Puccio's over here on the left side. They give it to Silva. Silva trying to find his way. He leaps and gets in for the touchdown. So Arab gets on the scoreboard after a, a large dose of silver. Yeah, that, I, I'll be interested to see how that plays out because he was very, very effective there. But like you say, he's the starting Mike linebacker, and that's your quarterback on your offense. If they're planning on doing that a whole lot, he's going to take a pound. That's going to be that's going to be rough on him playing both ways like that at six A ball. All right, Arab sets up for the extra point. Try to tie things up here with five twenty-two to go in the half. He just had Chris. He had ten. He had ten runs that series, and he's about to have to come back out on the field. Uh, the so kick was we'll up see what and happens. Good. I heard whistles blow. I guess it was up and good. So, Arab makes the extra point, ties it up seven to seven with five, just over five minutes to go. We'll take a break and be back with more Four Payne Wildcat football. Welcome back into Wildcat Stadium where Arab takes their second drive and scores. They tied up now 7-7 with just over five minutes to go here in the half. Very fast-moving game clock and low-scoring game, Ron. Yeah, very uh, just a lot of little dinks and dunks the whole way down the field for both teams. And this will be Fort Payne's second time to touch the ball, and we're getting near in halftime. All right, short wind-up for the kicker as he kind of pooches it to the 20. Fort Payne is going backwards pass. Wow, that's interesting. Brandon Hall, Brandon he's, got he's, got, he's got a lane. He gets up to the 50. Nice uh, little trickeration yeah. there by Fort Payne. <laughs> yeah, loose a lateral from uh, Blake Griggs over to Brandon Oliver. And uh, really interesting. I don't know if that was a play call there or designed that way. I guess so. Well, speaking of trickeration, there is none at Patterson's Music and Jewelry. They're not going to trick you. Beginning October 5th, Patterson's will be open till 8 p.m. on Thursdays. Layaway for Christmas. Discounts throughout the store. New inventory arrives weekly. Come by, come often. No trickery at Patterson's. Silva in at, at middle linebacker, Chris. We'll see what happens this series. And put Oliver in motion. Barnador is going to throw it out to him. He's trying to follow his wide receivers blocking. He does. He gets a hole. He's around left side. The 40. He's at the 35 to 30. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Knocked out of bounds about the four-yard line. Yeah. Really, really good move by Brandon, uh, getting the guys flowing right or flowing to his left and then cutting back up underneath it. Really good moves there. And just like that, Fort Payne's in the alpha red zone and picks up a DeKalb fix-it first down. 44 yards and the Fort Payne first and goal. Ah, 
Arab's got some light, lights in their show. We're looking at the Arab uh, band over there with some lights in their dancing wings. Well, painting yeah. the you football. Have to, you, you have football. to be here to see it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking what uh, Daxla had the had the look of. There's a trick play that it looked like they were trying to run there. I'll explain oh, it later. Gotcha. They're going back the ball up to the six yard line, so it's first and goal from the six. Barnador's hollering at the line, getting them ready. Four receivers, Blaylock in the backfield, put a man in motion. That's Griggs. Barnador's hands it off to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to find follow his blockers. He gets a. Um, uh, not much. They're no, not going to yeah. give him no gain on that one. <laughs> Bring up second and goal from the six. Four minutes to go in the half. The full moon is up, fellas Yep. and ladies. Mr. Moon came up over Lookout Mountain. And if you're not, if you're not familiar with Fort Payne, it's pretty being right up here against Lookout Mountain. Yeah, it is. All right. First and goal from the six, second and goal from the six. Varndor takes snap, looking to throw. He's going to throw the corner pounder to Fowler. Fowler makes. He's got it, didn't he? Makes yeah. the catch. Touchdown, Harpay. <laughs> that away, no, no. He was going to his left side, Brian, and he had to turn his it, shoulders, yeah. catch it back over his head. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting turn that he had to make there to make that catch. Really good job adjusting to that right, to that pass. But you know, Varndor's job to put it where he can make a play. Yep. Nolan is just an incredible athlete in terms of just positioning and just solid with what he does. All right, Fort Payne to attempt the Thrive Outdoor extra point. Snap, hold is down by Varnador, kick is up, and it's there's a flag on the play, so are we re-kicking this. Let's yeah, see I think what's they, going. Did they come up the middle? You can't you can't leap the uh, the center, and I think that's what happened. I'm not sure. Well, they Maybe they'll enforce that on the kickoff and push it. No? Nope. They're going to wave off the flag, so the kick is good. Fort Payne now leads Arab with 3.50 to go in the half, 14-7. to We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Welcome back to Wildcat Stadium where we're under the full moon and homecoming here as Fort Payne now leads Arab 14-7 with 3.50 to go in the half and a fast clock half and slow scoring game. But Fort Payne getting it done, Brian. Yeah, Fort Payne, uh, um, well, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> it has been clean. It's been very, uh, very precise. Um, it, it's just kind of been, I don't say boring football, but it's just every play's work. You know, the plays are working and it's looking good so far. Kick go, kickoff goes back into the end zone for a touchback. Again, that's two in a row. There we go. So Arab will get the ball on their own 20. They'll set up first and 10 with just under four minutes to go. It'll be interesting to see if Fort Payne can can get good field position once. They, they've been able to hold Arab except for that last touchdown. Let's see if they do, let's see if they do what you hope that Arab doesn't do is quick snap to Silva. Yeah, I can't imagine him having to come back in there. They are, they're going to give him a blow here. So Puccio's back at quarterback. No run. He's back there by himself. Five receivers set now. Two on the far side, three near side for Puccio. Trailing Fort Payne, 14-7. to 
Takes a snap. Quick throw. Hits the receiver in the gap. And the receiver gets enough oh. yard for a first down. They're going to get Mason Chandler on roughing the passer. Flag is it was close, but he teed off on him pretty good. Flag is thrown <laughs> in the backfield. Specialists are going to go ahead and call it. Yeah, I right. saw it. it he, he, he had a clean shot at him, and he took it. You know, the whole roughing and all the different things that go on in football, that was just a clean play when I was growing up. But but it was, by today's standards, it was late, and um, they'll, they'll, they'll call it. They'll tack on another 15. And Arab had back at their 20, has now moved the ball all the way up to their own 46-yard line where they'll set up first and 10 with 3.44 to go, trailing Fort Payne 14-7. to Arab scored on their last possession. Fort Payne has scored on both of theirs. Another five-receiver set. Puccio, the lone person in the back, takes a snap. Another quick throw to the receiver. He catches it and bobbles it and goes incomplete. Yeah. Should have made that catch. Good, uh, Carter's right there. Well, the receivers are finding that little hole right there, and he's just making that quick throw. Yeah, Puccio's not a, a, a true drop-back passer. They're trying to be creative with mixing the run in the pass and giving him nice, easy throws, and that was one and should have been made there. With that incomplete, it'll be second down and 10 from the Arab 46-yard line. Moving from our right to left, 3.30 to go in the half. Fort Payne leading Arab 14 to seven. They'll bring two receivers near side, right near, near each other. Aldridge, I think's in the backfield with Puccio. He takes the snap, uh, it's a handoff. He's driving, driving. He picks up about, looks like it's about six yards. Yeah, that's a good run. It's gonna make a manageable third down, third down for Arab. Bring up third and four, looks like. That crossed midfield into Fort Payne territory. The ball's on the Fort Payne 48. Third down four. See if Fort Payne can stop them here, Brian. Yeah, they're bringing two wide receivers way out here, which brings Bennett Blanks all the way out here, and I don't think they're going to throw out here. They haven't done it all night. Looks like they're just bringing, bringing them out here yeah, to get I him would, out of the way. I would try to shove him more inside to get some help. All right, third and four. 2.15 counting. Puccio hands it off. Fort Payne's there this time, and he gets yeah. about, uh, looks like no gain on the play. Good gang tackling there. Looks like Carter in, in there, Will Patton, Tremaine Smith, Parker Wilson in there. That'll bring up fourth down and four for the Knights. That's risky right here to go for 2.30 this. go right at midfield just about. I, don't, I agree with you. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not doing that. I guess maybe... <laughs> We're a little bit more conservative, aren't we? I may just He may just try to jump them, get them to jump, and then punt. Or call a timeout right before the clock runs down. All right, they're going to send out two receivers, one on each side. I would not give our offense ball at midfield. Aldridge is back in. Aldridge back in the backfield with Puccio. They're going to hard count this. No, they they're don't. Gonna they're going to hand it off to Aldridge and right up the middle, and he tries to get through. Ooh, that's close. I, I don't think well, he got it, Chris. No, he's running back to the 45-yard line. He yeah. didn't get it. That's going to be a turnover on downs. His foot is on the 45. The stick is on the 44. I, I do not. I mean, I'm glad Arab did that, but I do not like that call. Coach Elmore, of course, the Arab coach is. He, he, <laughs> what? He watched the referee make that angle. You know, <laughs> he came in on an angle. Yeah. He, he, he came in further. He made that angle, so it's a turnover and downs. Arab is not happy. Yeah, and that's the the official who called it. It's the one standing on their sideline. <laughs> He's gonna get an ear full. <laughs> he is getting peppered. Coach Osmond ought to be careful right now. 
All right, just under two minutes ago, he is wearing that official out. I don't know if they're going to be able to get this ball in play with all these guys. All right, Fort Payne, first and 10 from their own 45-yard line. <laughs> just under two minutes to go in the half, leading 14-7 over Arab. Barnador takes snap. He's going to look to throw. Nobody there. Oh, Flagstone's going to be holding. Armor, uh, Barnador's going to take off. Nice game, but that's going to come back. Well, going back to that last play, Chris, I really just, I don't understand even risking giving Fort Payne the ball at midfield with as potent as this offense is. But, and especially at fourth and four, was it fourth and four? It's fourth and four. God, night. That's, that is real risky. So, Coach. We haven't seen the punter yet, have we, for A-Rap? We have not. Or a field goal kick. Well, I guess he's kicked the extra points. All right, that's going to back it up. Let's see where it's going to back it up. They're trying to. Determine where the flag was. Well, do you, I don't know what they're doing here. They're, they're talking. We've got a minute 48 left. Fort Payne leads Arab 14 to 7. Fort Payne just got a holding call after the turnover on downs. They stopped Arab. What's confusing about that is spot of the foul, isn't it? Or is it progress and then pull back? You know, I don't know. We got a big crowd here. It's homecoming. A lot of, I guess a lot of alumni come back. Did you ever yeah. did you ever come back to a... I was always coaching. Um, I was either playing at Auburn or coaching at Opelika. And I, I had... Let's see what the call is here. Sideline side warning. warning. Against side Aram. Is that what... The, okay. Holding. Oh, let those be offsetting. That's <laughs> okay. We that laugh. worked out well. We laugh, but Arab is hot. Oh, they're going to be real hot now. <laughs> they offset the holding call with a sideline warning. That's fantastic. All right, clock is ticking. Minute 47. Fort Payne with the football on their own 45, trying to get it downfield quick. Wide receiver screen. Tyler Griggs trying to find no, Blake, Blake Griggs. Griggs trying to find a way to get around. Him. Doesn't he picks up about five? Tyler's probably like, I can tote the football. No, not anymore. <laughs> Blake Griggs with the reception, and he gets about a five-yard gain. Set up second down right from midfield for the Wildcats. Yeah, Fort Payne looks like they're maybe trying to go a little bit of tempo here. Clock has stopped for a second. It's a minute 35. Oh, he got ran out of bounds. You got these little stem routes open. Oh, they're going to throw. Quick pitch out to Blaylock. Reverse. They're going to kick it back to Varnador. Oh, look at wide open. Wide open receiver. Oh, Can no. Get it there? Oh, and he makes the catch. I mean, to... to Brandon Oliver down oh to the six yard line. Oh my goodness, what a play. Inside the Alpha Red Zone for DeKalb. Fix it first down. The specialists will describe it here in just a little bit. As wow. Fort Payne is All quick right. huddling, you got to wait on that. Okay, yeah. We'll describe that crazy a lot, play. A lot going on there. I'm not sure I remember it. We need a timeout, just talk about it. And they are going to call a timeout. A-Rab's calling a timeout. Let's don't go to break. We're going to let Brian talk yeah, about that, it. Yeah, so that was a swing pass. They threw a... Threw a, a little swing pass, but it wasn't forward, so it was it was like a pitch to Carter Blaylock, who goes left side, hands it or pitches it to uh, Blake Griggs coming back to our sideline, who then pitches it back to Dax Varnador. As soon as he pitches it to Dax, I look downfield and Brandon Oliver has 20 yards <laughs> on anybody from Arab. And because there was some pressure coming from Arab, Dax wasn't able to put everything. He wasn't able to step into the throw, so he just kind of had to hung it out there, which is why we're all kind of. Uh, he had to hang it out there, and Brandon barely was able to run underneath that. Dax was just not able to get, die for it. Yeah, had to die for it, and and 
Uh, wow, what a, what a creative. I mean, Coach Elmore pulling out the trick or I mean, that had segment. every kind of lateral pitch, reverse. It's not even October yet. What's that he doing? Like, that looked like Bobby Boucher's trick or treat. Southeast treat. Louisiana Tech. <laughs> Did you say Bobby that, Boucher? Yeah, that, that looked like the touchdown from Waterboy, didn't it? <laughs> We give, the game. we give you all kinds of references. Was that folks. the Bourbon Bowl? What was the that? The Bourbon game? Bowl, I think, is the Bourbon Bowl. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Fort Payne. Heavy set. Uh, in the backfield with Varnador. Bennett Blanks. Bennett Blanks. Minute 20 to go. Yeah, this Fort is a new one, and now Arab's going to call another timeout. I don't think they've seen, I haven't seen this set from Fort Payne, so Arab calls a timeout. Well, that timeout, after we've just described the play, we'll take a timeout with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. back in Trickeration Stadium as the Wildcats lead the Arab Knights 14 to 7 after some creative play calling with a minute 20 to go and a full it's the full moon Brian yeah you know <laughs> I, I want to ask coach Elmore when you presented that to your staff what did they say yeah he's going to throw it out here reverse it back to him toss it back to the quarterback throw it down the field Brandon Oli. I mean that's straight up flag football that was there. that exactly what it looked like but right, it, it worked. Fort Payne with a heavy set. Fowler's the only only receiver out near side. And he throws it. There's nobody, nobody, there's covered, nobody him. covered him. <laughs> and he just walks in for a touchdown. Touchdown, Fort Payne. <laughs> We're just astonished nobody was I know. You're there. like, wait a minute. That was almost a better trick play than the other one. You know, in, in high school ball, and this is what you're taught to do. And it really, Arab walked into that trap. But I don't know. It's the same formation. You don't have, you've got to go past the numbers to establish yourself on the field. So it keeps people from just hopping off the sideline onto the field. Right. But he was there, and nobody from Arab went out there to cover him. All right, Fort Payne says up for the Thrive Outdoor extra point. Snap, hold is down, kick is up, and it's through and good. So after the the good Thrive Outdoor extra point, Fort Payne now leads Arab 21-7 with a minute 20 to go in the half. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back with more Wildcat football. Your Fort Payne Wildcats lead it homecoming 21 to 7 of the Arab Knights in what has been some fast clock, creative play calling, and nice defense. Yeah, Fort Payne playing really solid right now. 
I'm wondering if uh, if Arab is thinking about bringing in uh, Silva again on this next series. So high, effective that second one. High kickoff. It's received at the five, the two yard line. He's up to the 15, 16. Squared through some tackles. Fort Payne trying to hold him on. And he's trying to hold on to the ball for dear life. Yeah, he got pinballed around in there for a little bit. And he got tackled at the 19-yard line. That's where Arab will set up first and 10 with a minute 15 to go here in the half. Yeah, I don't. I think they trying to see if they're going to try to bring Silva back in. That was with their most effective offense was with him. Uh, no, they got Drew Puccio back there with Aldridge. Three receivers, two. Two all bunched over way over here near us and one far side. Caden Dubos is one of the DBs. They hand it off to Aldridge. Aldridge gets through Ooh, a wow. hole. He's got big room. Ooh, and he's Ooh, met hard by Bennett Blanks. Good night. I like to took his head off. Ooh. He does get a first down, though, but he paid for it. Ooh. That hurt. That may be one of those hits that was so hard you don't even feel it. You're like, oh. But they did get a first down, so it's first and 10 for Arab at their own 32. With a minute left, Fort Payne leading 21 to 7 over the Knights. Two receivers, one on each side. Puccio, your quarterback. Aldridge still in the backfield with him. Fakes the handoff. He's looking to throw. He's going to throw it down. Got a receiver with a step. Fort Payne's there, and he makes yeah, the catch. Golly. Down to the Fort Payne 29. It's good coverage by Connor, but just had the receiver had position on him, and Connor didn't have an opportunity to get around him. They're going to mark him down at the Fort Payne 30. So it'll be first and 10 nights with 45 seconds to go after that big pass play. Yeah, four, A-Rab going to go tempo now. Four receivers. Ucho takes the ball himself, tries to get around uh, Blanks. Blanks wraps up by the thighs and brings him down for about a yard gain. Yeah, A-Rab doesn't have any timeouts left. they got to spike. they got to down the ball. Yep. Second down and nine. And it's going to be third seconds. down. And they spike the ball. Stop the clock. Yeah, in that position, Puccio, well, of course, he thought he saw something that was there, and it was, but Bennett Blanks is just so good tackling in open space that, that Puccio wasn't able to get around him. So they, gained, they, gained, they did gain two yards. It'll be third and eight with 24 seconds left in the half. Fort Payne, I mean, uh, Arab out of timeouts. It's going to make it tough. They yeah, that's going to be real challenging because you got to get a first down and then stop the clock again. They're on the Fort Payne 28-yard line. you got one. I mean, they're probably going to throw it up to Strickland here. Puccio rolls out right. Flag, flag is thrown. They throw it over the corner. Receiver makes a catch. Well, that's going to be offsetting. That's going to be a flag on Caden, but I think we got a hold or a cut block over here. Clip, maybe. Maybe offsetting. Looks like two holdings. See what we got. Both two flags. One around the line of scrimmage and one where the receiver made the catch. We'll just, that means we'll just replay it, but that what's worse well, normal, is time yeah. off clock. Yeah, I know that's going to really – the thing that Arab doesn't have is time, so that worked, that play worked at Fort Payne's advantage. So with 18.3 seconds, Fort Payne leading 21-7 to 7 here at homecoming. You know, last time when they had Strickland out there in single coverage with Caden Dubose, they'd stacked – Bennett over top, but I guess they're having to watch the run, but they really don't have to. I don't think there's a run threat on these plays. All right, the referee's going to explain the call to Coach Elmore. White Hat's looking down too. Nobody's talking to the Arab coaches. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if it was offensive. Were they both offensive? Well, they're, they're talking to Elmore. Yeah, they're asking him what he wants to do. So that would mean both of those flags are on, for, are on Arab. Easy. Don't get caught in my trap. 
It's a pass interference. It is against Arab. That's declined. They're going to take the holding penalty. So we declined the pass interference on Arab and took the holding, which will back it up 10 with 18.3 left in the half. Fort Payne ahead, 21-7 over the Knights. Boy, you know Arab's coach is going. Oh, yeah. He's going to eat that official up. <laughs> and, of course, you know how a, a, a coach is going to think it's that one play. It's that if he gives him that first down on that fourth and four, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, turning point of the game. That's it. We'd won after that. All right, so that backs the ball up to the Fort Payne 39 now. So it's third and a ton with 12 seconds. I mean, that clock is rolling. Nobody snapped the ball. Puccio finally snaps it. He drops back. He's going to throw it long. He's got a receiver down there. Fort Payne's around. Just too tall. He couldn't come down with the catch. Pass incomplete. <laughs> it's fascinating to watch uh, Bennett Blanks play a safety. He doesn't look for the ball. He looks for the receiver. He's not playing the ball at all. He's just watching that guy. So Arab will have one more chance at something with 3.1 seconds left in the half. And trailing Fort Payne 21-7. They have the ball on the Fort Payne 39-yard line. So it's basically uh, 30, uh, fourth and goal because they, they need to get in the end zone. Yeah, they're going to have to just Hail Mary this. The coaches are hollering at the players. They got blanks back there in the back. Safety. There goes Puccio, Fort Payne trying to apply pressure. He rolls out to right. He's got to throw it. There goes the clock. Time expires. Fort Payne's there, making him throw it. He heaves it down the field. Players there to make the catch. Oh, wow. No. That was close. It was close, <laughs> but it was knocked down incomplete. So after one half of football, the Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Arab Knights 21-7. to We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football after this.
Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Brian Northcutt back with Coach Elmore. Uh, Coach, let's talk about the players of the week um, on offense. It could, could have been a lot of guys, yeah. uh, especially the last several weeks, as you mentioned earlier in an interview with the four receivers. But Nolan Fowler, uh, this week's offensive player of the week. Talk about him. Yeah, Nolan really literally could have won it probably three times already. He's had big games before this one. But uh, I thought he made two uh, really, really good catches down the field against them, which was going to be the, the key to the game. We knew that they were going to dare us to, to take a shot down the field on them. And, uh, and he was able to beat uh, you know man coverage twice, really against one of their better corners. Uh, and, and, and you know aided by a great throw by Dags, he made great catches on those two plays and made another big play later in the red zone where we, where we got it down inside the 10 and we were able to score to take the lead. And uh, yeah, he's just been solid for us all year. Year, just how, how far he's come in the two short years he's been with us has been remarkable. And, uh, you know, for a guy who, you know, two years ago from right now, uh, not only hadn't played football, never even thought about playing mm -hmm. football, um, to be where he is now, I mean, he is a football player for us. I know he's a good basketball player and a good baseball player too, but that guy, uh, he, he knows how to play the game and he plays physical and he plays it well. And uh, his blocking has improved so much and his uh, his ability to be a great receiver and, and what he does after he catches the ball is just really, really, really come on and been a, been a great player for us and he was a very deserving winner of that, of that award this week. He plays a guitar too. Did you know that? Yeah, he plays I in our praise play, team. He can do it all. On our, at our church he praise said, team. When I grow up, I want to be like him. <laughs> I asked him if he could sing some. He said, yeah. no, you don't want me singing. Yeah. Um, all right, special teams. Tyler Griggs, Alpha Insurance Special Teams Player of the Week. Brandon Oliver had that kick return for a touchdown, but he's been solid really since his ninth grade year yeah. in the special teams department. Talk about him. Yeah, over, he's a, a overlooked uh, uh, commodity for us on special teams because, you know, you, until you don't have a guy who can return punts and kicks well, you don't know how well you need it. And, you know, we had it several years ago with Matthew Shaddix and Carter Penholster. And uh, when they graduated, we, we struggled there for a year. And then Brandon stepped in as a ninth grader and was our punt returner. Uh, even though he, he probably didn't look like he belonged out there, he was the best punt returner we had and did a great job. And, and it's continued to progress the last two years. And now his speed is caught, is caught up. He's worked hard on his speed. And, you know, I told some other day, I, I would venture to say probably the first and only kickoff return for a touchdown against a team from Gadsden in the history of Fort Payne High School football. I don't, I don't remember ever us <laughs> returning a kick on them when I played, and uh, and I'm sure I hadn't done it and since they've been Gadsden City. So, you know, not only did he return it, he kind of ran away from those guys. And, uh, you know, obviously a big play in the game to get it. I think just give us a spark and our fans a spark and kind of get everybody to say, okay, we can play with these guys. And mm -hmm. uh, But just a big play. And like I said, he's big uh, not only on kickoff return. He's had a great season already. Kickoff return where you already had, had some big returns at Etowah. And, and then obviously the other 
one uh, two weeks ago against Gadsden City, but he's also just been so solid for us on punt return over the years and uh, will continue to be that way. Just a very, very good player for us in, in special teams. Okay, and then finally, the Mr. Dependable Award, um, also Alpha Insurance. Um, Colton King, talk about what yeah, why he got that award. Colton's a senior and, uh, you know, been with us the, the whole time and come up through our program and uh, just one of those guys. We, we, we want to give this award to, to, to you know, guys that, that are dependable on the field. We, we want to give it to sometimes also guys that maybe don't get to play a lot. And Colton's one of those guys that doesn't get to play a lot, but uh, he's here every day. Uh, he jumps in there on the scout team, and if he needs to be the right guard, he'll be the, the right guard. You know, this week, if he needs to be the, the, the H-back, the blocking H-back, he'll do that. He'll do whatever you ask him to do and he does it well too and uh, he's come so far and just his football playing ability in the last three or four years you know he's not a, not a really a big guy but he's but he's come along and he's getting bigger and stronger and and now is a capable offensive lineman even though he is a lot more undersized than, than most of the guys that he plays with uh, but he also is one of those guys that you know when he's here he's always helpful if, if, if I need help you know uh, folding the towels because we just got done doing laundry or putting clothes out all we, we wash the clothes and towels for the guys every day and and obviously we, we as coaches do that some too as far as putting it out but we have players that will chip in and do stuff and Colton's one of those guys that uh, if he sees a job that needs to be done he does it he doesn't have to be told he doesn't have to be asked he just does what he needs to do to, to help our program and he definitely fits that uh, Mr. Dependable bill for sure. Alright we'll be right back with Coach Emmel right after this. So what happened to your guardian cat, man? I don't know. He don't have to buy it. He ate it. He got hungry. <laughs> Try not to put on a character for the mic. Like, like some people. No, it's so hard to do. Huh? It's so hard to do. What time do y'all play? Six? Yeah. 
66 put the camera on him actually then it said put the camera on 66 and you were taking the knee and she just put it on you <laughs> I believe that was the last Iron Bowl in Legion Field, yep. if I'm not mistaken. That was my senior year. Right. Yep. Yep. And then got a picture. I don't know who got it. I, maybe. Yeah, that's I, a great pick. Yeah, of us at, on uh, yeah. midfield after the game. And I so. remember you coming up to me and saying, man, I, I hate we lost, but I'm glad for you winning your senior year. And I remember that, you know, just you showing a lot of class during yeah. that time, and I really appreciate that. 
So um, what are you up to now? You've got yep. anything else going on that we need to know about? Well, me and my beautiful wife here, and we're not cousins, but uh, <laughs> we we live in Huntsville, Alabama. I, after I got out of the military, we uh, moved there in 2000. And um, so we've been there ever since. And um, I, had, I, I started out when I came off the tank in the Army, started out in uh, surgical sales, and now I have moved into law enforcement video solutions. So okay. I, I manage the entire Southeast, and we do body cameras, dash cams, and their interrogation room video in that cloud storage. So that's what we're, that's what we're running. Okay. Well, cool. Well, um, I, I've been talking with our producer, Miss Holly Allen here, and uh, we want to see if you are, have any interest in hanging around the second half yeah. and doing maybe some some little commentary and just have some fun up here. Sure. Now, I'm not used to this passing game. When I played Isn't here, something? I know. <laughs> it was just the option, bro. Well, yeah, we, they had this uh, that late hit on Mason Chandler roughing the quarterback, and I'm like, what? I said, by today's standards, I don't know if you saw the play, but uh, – Chandler comes free and on the backside of Puccio, and 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 he, he hit him by today's standards. It was a late hit. Yes, but in our day, it, that was yeah. how you play football. That's it. That's it, man. <laughs> the whole game has changed, and a lot of guys that I played college football with are now coaching. You know, like right. Dabo Sweeney, um, he's over there, and we, you know, story quick story about that. We tried to Reese wanted to do football right. camp at the That's University right. of Alabama. Coach Saban's group wouldn't let him in just because they were a little nervous. But I called Dabo. Dabo said, hey, Roman, bring him on in. He can stand by me the whole camp. And Dabo just let him go in one or two plays. And, it, you know, oh, man. That, that's the type of guy Dabo is. Yeah. He's a great man. And my roommate, Mickey Kahn, is now their co-defensive coordinator. That's right. So we've spent a lot of time at Clemson. It's hard wearing that orange. But um, <laughs> anytime somebody's good to your kids, you're going to be there. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, we'd love for you to hang around the second half and just, yeah. just be with us and then maybe add some comments, and we'll see what happens. Sounds good, bro. We'll do it on the fly. All right, so uh, score at halftime, 21-7, to 7, Fort Payne leads ARAB. It's homecoming here, and uh, we will be right back in about two minutes and get ready for the second half.
Coach Elmore, uh, they couldn't find anybody else to interview you, so you're stuck with me. That's pretty uh, good. So, <laughs> anyway, exciting first half, yeah. 21 to 7. Yeah. Uh, saw a lot of big plays. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, we, we got to get off the field on defense. Obviously, they had the ball a lot and drove it several times, and, and we were able to stop them down in the red zone, but kind of kept our offense off the field. But but when we got the ball offense, we made some, made some big plays and got the ball down the field and, uh, and scored three times, got it three times, scored three times. We got to keep getting stops and then we got to keep playing on offense. And it's, it's far from over, obviously. So we got a lot to accomplish here in the third quarter. So I, I noticed some of the plays that y'all have been practicing on this week, like the, I don't even know what you call that, but the little pass on kickoff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That looked like that was pulled yeah, off. Yeah, Coach Phillips saw that and, and uh, credit our coaches staff for that. He saw that and Coach Peters looked at it and said we could do it. It's a good thing about having two guys back there like uh, Blake Griggs and Brandon Oliver. They're, they're both savvy kids and both can throw it. And so uh, we're not afraid for Blake to throw it over there. And he made a good play and Brandon called it and made a good return. So that's, that's a big play in the game. Well, Coach, thanks for taking right. time to talk thanks. to us. Have a good second half. Thanks, appreciate it. Thank you. The, the clock ran and ran, and we loved it. You know, here it is, 822. Isn't that something? <laughs> Our Brian Northcutt, the specialist, is joining me now, the color man. Brian, what would you think about the first half? Uh, well, it was it was clean, um, by and large. I, I, I'd love to hear Coach Elmore's comments on some of the different calls that were made. Um, it was, uh, I thought Fort Payne did a great job of kind of controlling the ball. You know, the ARAB did that as well on their drives. They just didn't finish the drives out, and Fort Payne was able to find stops. So Fort Payne, uh, where ARAB was struggling to complete drives with points, Fort Payne did not have that struggle, so that's why you got 21-7. to 7. So same same number of series. Really, I, I, I have, you know, not being able to look at the stat sheets, I'd have to believe the number of yards, number of plays, number of first downs is probably pretty close to equal. When you look at the stat line, the problem was that Fort Payne just found a way to stop Arab in, in times uh, to keep him from scoring, and Fort and uh, Arab was not able to do that. Fort Payne, so it's twenty-one to seven. Well, Fort Payne added a few plays to the uh, the uh, video that the next teams are going to have to study. Yes, a couple oh, of crazy trickeration games. Yeah. What's that first one? I, I've gone blank on the first trickeration play. That Fort Payne did. Yes. The. Uh, trying to remember what they did. The second one was so crazy, I forgot. Yeah. The first one. The first I, trick play, I don't remember. I don't remember what that one was, but it was one because I made a mention of it, the trickeration, but describe the, th the second one. Yeah, so, so the second one was a swing pass to uh, Carter Blaylock, who then pitched it to Blake Griggs, running a reverse back to this side, who then pitched it back to Dax Varnador. Dax got pressure from a, a ARAB defender, was able to get the ball off to uh, Brandon Oliver, down, who was supposed to be down the middle of the field, but had to come across to the near side of the field just because Dax wasn't able to step into the throw and uh, ended up making a, a great catch down about the 10-yard line. And then right after that, um, I guess that may be the trickeration you're talking about. Fort Payne came out in, a def in an offensive set that they had not shown, and um, Arab called a timeout, came out of the timeout, and nobody went out to cover Nolan Fowler. Nolan was wide open with nobody on him, so Dax just picks it up, throws it over there, and touchdown. All right, as we're set to kick off here in the second half, Fort Payne leading Arab 21-7. And there's a very short kick. Arab's there, and they get the uh, onside. Surprise Fort onside. Payne. Fort Payne made no attempt to really go get it. Yeah, surprise onside. That's the same thing that Fort Payne tried to do at um, against Scottsboro, but uh, that one actually hit the ground, and Fort and Arab was able to recover. 
So they, they kicked it over there and one Fort Payne guy was there and looked like the Fort Payne team was just watching it. <laughs> yeah. So a well, will set up first and 10 from the Fort Payne 39. But you know, that's, what you, that's why it's called a surprise. Yep. It's a surprise because nobody knew it was coming. All right, in the backfield, let's see, is it Puccio's in the back? Looks like, uh, I think Aldridge is back yeah, there Aldridge with him in the back. He's going to slip it into his belly. Aldridge trying to get some yardage for Payne there, stops him after a two-yard gain. Yeah, Coach Osmond must have evidently felt like they needed to steal a possession here, which is a great call coming out of half and did surprise Fort Payne. So that'll bring up second and eight as we just get started here in the second half, 11.40 and counting. Fort Payne leading ARAB 21-7. ARAB scoring on their second possession of the game. Uh, Fort Payne, I believe, has scored on all their possessions. I believe that is correct. And they've only had it three times. That's what we're talking about. The clock has ran like crazy. Five receivers set for ARAB Knights. Three near side, too far. Puccio, your quarterback, in the shotgun. They put a man in motion from right to left. Puccio's going to roll out to the left, hit that man in motion, finds him at the 35. Fort Payne will tackle him there for about a four-yard gain. Yeah, good pursuit by Bennett Blanks to limit that gain there. The pass was a little bit far outside, so the receiver had to do a little stumbling once he caught it wasn't able to really turn up. It's going to bring up third and five from the Fort Payne 34-yard line. 10, 56 and counting, 21-7 ball game. It's interesting that uh, Arab has not gone back to uh, Silva, at running back. He might be worn out from the first Possibly. time. Possibly. Fuccio's going four panes there. He's going to go way back. That's and then a he's flag. Just going... That's a flag. And he four... didn't get it past the line of scrimmage. Four panes wanting the flag. Unless somebody was standing right there. And they're going to throw it, Brian. There it is. Yeah. He pulled it out. He, he was outside the tackle box. But he didn't throw it past the line of scrimmage. But he didn't throw it past the line of scrimmage. So that's going to be this, right? Yep. Intentional grounding. Oh, but now the now White Hat's going to double check and say we were mean to you in the first half, so we're going to play <laughs> off the flag. <laughs> is that what it is? Yep. 10.38 to go. Arab getting the first half on surprise onside kick, and he's walking over the flag, Brian. Watch this. And picks and it up. And he's going to wave it off. And then Coach Elmore now. He's losing his mind, Coach Elmore. He says, hold my, he says, I'm going to call in a timeout on this one. Yep, and there he goes. We'll take a timeout <laughs> with him. This is Four Pain Wildcat Football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes. We support dreams. Rooted in Four Pain, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Wildcat! All right, we're welcome back. As we watch Coach Elmore give hot, get hot, as he's talking to the referee, 10.38 to go here in the second half as we just get started. Uh, ARAB has the ball for surprise onside kick recovery. Fort Payne, though, leads it 21-7. Well, here's no surprise. ARAB's not punting. It's fourth down <laughs> right now. And Coach Elmore has... Uh... We thought the play was going to be intentional grounding. They waved off the flag. Coach Elmore really wants to be in that meeting right now. He really does. I know if they reverse it, ARAB will go nuts. 
If they reverse it, that line judge is not going to be able to go back to the other sideline. <laughs> well, like Brian said, he, he rolled out to the right and threw it. He was backing way back. He went back about 10 yeah. or 15 yards, and then just keep, when he didn't have a receiver, just threw it. But it didn't go past the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That, that was obvious. They, they will. They will. There was, and Mason, to, to the credit there, I think it was Mason Chandler. I'm not sure who the other uh, Fort Payne player was, but they were accelerating to Puccio. And um, they're going to leave the, the play the way it is. So the play is going to stay the same. Coach Elmore is going to throw a fit, and that's not going to do anything. So it's going to be fourth down from the Fort Payne 35, fourth and five. And he is hot. Yeah. Hot, hot. Coach Elmore is is notorious for not showing any emotion, and that is not what's going on right now. Brian, they got a big old receiver right here. Yeah, that's time. the one. Yeah, they've got to watch over top of him. And they don't have anybody back for help. This dude. Well, look, yeah, Luke's going to be Luke's going to be the, the the second defender, but they're not going to they're going to try to throw something medium most of the time. Right. And they try to jump them off sides here. Fourth and five play. Man in motion. Puccio takes a snap, fakes the handoff, throws it across the middle, has a receiver stuck by the four pain defender, and he drops the ball. Ball incomplete. Turnover on downs. Yep. That, that's been the difference in the ball game right there, Chris, is just Arab's inability to finish off drives when they have the opportunities, and Fort Payne is, is capitalized on it. Maybe 20, you know, that's why, that's why we're 21 to 7. Give it to Puccio, though. He's putting the ball. He's making he a catch is. the ball. Yeah. yeah. And that really should have been caught. I think uh, it looked like it hit him in the hands, and Luke Patton got in there to make a hit on it. I don't know if he takes it all the way to the ground, but he certainly made a good play there. Wildcats back in on offense now after a turnover on downs. 10.34 to go here in the third quarter, leading 21-7 over the Arab Knights as it's homecoming here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Let's see what kind of drive Fort Payne tries to put together here. Four receivers for Fort Payne, two on each side. Ball is on the far hash mark. Looks like Blaylock's in it, running back. Man in motion, Fowler, quick quick toss to Fowler. Fowler trying to find something, he can't. Yeah, and he's nothing gonna, there. He's going to lose half a yard on that play, bring up second down and 10. That one didn't work out that time. No, I didn't get blocks on the edge. Blaylock's still in it, running back for Fort Payne, as Caden DeBose has been used a lot on defense. Yep. Larnador is your quarterback. Again, two receivers. I mean, excuse me, four receivers, two on each side. Ball is on the Fort Payne 32. Larnador slaps his hands, gets a snap, drops back to pass, throws oh, a pass nah. over oh, the middle. To Griggs, just out of his reach and almost intercepted, but yeah. pass goes into complete third down and eleven. Yeah, that's one of those you got to drop into that zone, and, and Blake hit that hit that seam route and is open and just a little bit hot on that one. All right, third and eleven, Fort Payne with their probably one of their few long third down conversion attempts right here. Nine fifty-five, clock is stopped. Nine fifty-five to go in the third quarter. As we're just barely into the second half. Fort Payne leading 21-7 of the Arab Knights. Four receivers set. Three three on the far side, one near. Laylock in the backfield with Varnor. Varnor looking right. Now he's looking back left. Finds a man in the middle field. That's Fowler. Fowler spins. He's at the 50 and he's tackled down as he crosses midfield to the 46 for DeKalb. Fix it first down. Yeah. Nolan's been very, very effective this year at, at not just catching and, and, and getting open on routes, but making that first person miss. Making a Yards after catch, those yak yards that everybody talks about. First and 10, Fort Payne from the Arab 46-yard line. Four receiver set for the Wildcats, two on each side. Blaylock in the backfield of Varnador. Varnador looking, 
Throws the middle pattern to 17. 17 makes a catch, makes a move around the middle. He's at the 20, 25 down to about the 21-yard line for another cap, fix it first down. Yeah, really, really good route tree there, and Dax makes a perfect read, hitting Riker's ankles right in, in stride, and a nice run after catch by Riker. Now, is this Riker's first game from being? No, nope, that's Riker Engel. Riker Engel, okay, there you go. Got to correct me on my Rikers. Bunch of Rikers. All right, another four-receiver set. This time, three near side, one far side. Blaylock on the left side of Varnador. Varnador takes snap. He's going to put it in the – no, he's going to – yep, he's going to put it in Blaylock's hand. They got it back – back dropped him back for about a five-yard loss, Brian. Yep. Good job by that nose guard coming in and penetrating there and making a play. That's going to bring up second and 15. Ball is on the Arab 25-yard 20, line. They're going to put it. Just going to be second and 14. Barnador takes snap. He looks. He throws to a wide receiver screen, ah. and Brandon Oliver drops the ball. Yeah, I've got to make that catch clean. That's going to bring up a long third and 14. This might be four-down territory, Brian. Could be. That's a 42-yard kick. I, uh, that, that's it within Connor Hughes' range. I think. I would think Chris probably would try to go um, for a field goal if he doesn't. As long as he doesn't lose any more yards. All right, four receivers, three this time on the far side, one near. Blaylock in the back with Phil with Barnador. Barnador takes a snap, looking across the middle, nothing there. He finds a man, Fowler, in the middle of the field. Fowler, 10, he's drugged down to the, to the six-yard line for the fix of first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Yeah, that Dax looking uh, off the snap, looking at his right side through his progression, and then he all, comes all the way to the backside to catch and find the open receiver. First and goal from eight. They hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock following his tack, following his uh, blockers, gets down to the five-yard line, bring up second and goal from the five. Yeah, it's interesting because, um, you know, Dax, just from a pure runner standpoint, he's a good runner. And they could they could design a whole offense with him having much more run responsibilities. But him being able to sit back there and pick apart a defense with those passes and, and those dig routes, which was just completed there, does a great job. All right, Fort Payne, I call that the heavy set. Yep. Blanks in the backfield. They're going to run in number 14 in real quick. Varnador telling them where to go. Blanks on the left side of Varnador. One receiver. They're going to hand it off to Blanks. Blanks trying to go around the right side. Blanks prowls through everybody. Touchdown, Fort Payne. All right, with 7.43 to go here in the third quarter, Fort Payne now leads 27-7 as they line up for the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Four possessions, Brian. Four touchdowns. There you go. And the snap to Varnador, the holder. Ball's down, kicks up, and it's good. So your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Arab Knights with 7.43 to go in the third, 28 to 7. We'll be back with more Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your projects. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success.
All right, welcome back to Wildcat Stadium where it's homecoming and your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Arab Knights here early in the, or midway through the third quarter, 28 to seven. Fort Payne's had the ball four times and has scored all four times. Brian, what you thinking so far? About the same as it's been. Second half picked right back up where the first half ended and Fort Payne, uh, Arab trying to take advantage of getting an extra possession. Fort Payne holds them on downs for the third time tonight. Hayden, Hayden Chambers set to kick off. Brian wants him to kick it in zone, and here it is. Kicks away. Long enough. They're going to let it go and into the end zone. Yeah, that, that would be a good addition to this uh, team if Hayden could hit the end zone more times than not. So that means uh, Arab will get the ball first and 10 from their own 20-yard line, trailing the Wildcats by three touchdowns. I don't know what Arab is going to try to do. I would. It's interesting, the only touchdown they scored was when they brought in their middle linebacker and basically just ran him down the field. And uh, they haven't sniffed the end zone since. I might consider giving him some rest on defense and put him a little bit more on offense. Puccio hands it off to Aldridge in the middle. He follows his tackers, get, follow, follows his blockers, gets through a hole for about three yards. He'll bring up second down and seven. Aldridge is a good running back, but um, they're, they're creating some immediate holes for mm -hmm. him. But Silva was uh, in many ways unstoppable when he was in at running back. They'll give him four on the play. Be second down and six. Seven, eight to get, 18 to go. Fort Payne leading 28 to seven over Arab. Two receivers now for the Knights. Aldridge in the backfield with Puccio. Puccio takes a snap. Fakes the handoff, throws it over the middle to the tall receiver, number one. He makes the catch for a first down up to the 34-yard line. Yeah, Arab's offense is centered around the fact that Puccio is a good running quarterback and can put it in a little bit of a good spot to create separation there. That is 6'4", Landon Strickland on that catch for the Knights. Quick toss out to number 15 receiver. He gets around the right side, gets up to the 42-yard line. It'll be a set up for short second down, second and three after that big game. That receiver was Luke Hudson. Quick snap now for the Knights. They hand it off to Aldridge. Aldridge gets through a hole. He gets a first down up to the 47-yard line. First and 10 for the Arab Knights. Seems their, their quick snaps go pretty well as they're going to do it again. Yeah. Well, they've moved the ball all night. Moved the ball, but just haven't been able to finish off drives. All right, three receivers, two far side, one near. Puccio looks over the coaching staff for a possible audible, walks up to the line, gives them some directions. He takes a snap. He puts it in the belly of Aldridge. Aldridge follows his blockers, and he picks up about two yards, springs up second and eight, up to the 49-yard line. Six minutes to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 28-7. Patterson's Music and Jewelry dropped by to see specials. Dan and Marie are running on Benchmade knives, jewelry, and instruments, and sound equipment. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne, that's Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Ran into them at the fair. Nice people. Oh, yeah. Yes, plays the guitar. Is that what you told me to say? <laughs> no. All right, second and eight. Puccio fakes the handoff. He's going to step back to throw. He's got a receiver with a step, but Fort Payne's there and knocks it out. Nice defense by number 22. Connor Kinsley. Connor Kinsley. Yeah, great job by Connor. He had he had the same position. That's the same receiver that caught that deep post on him earlier in the game, and Connor in good position there. 
That's really mostly what Arabs run tonight is post patterns. Yeah. There hadn't been anything cutting across the middle, no screen. They haven't ran a screen that I know of. Um, I think they ran maybe one. No, well, I think that I think that intentional grounding controversy was a screen pass. Gotcha. 526 to go, Fort Payne leading 28-7, third down and eight. Three receivers, two way over here near side. Aldridge in the backfield, Puccio. He takes snap, he's going to roll to the right. Fort Payne chases. He's going to throw downfield, has a receiver, makes the catch. Is it inbounds? I'm assuming it is. Okay, I see that. I see a market over there. So it looks like it's right at the stick. Let's see if they give him the first down. They are. So they first and 10 at the Fort Payne 40, 40, 43 yard line. Fort Payne leading 28 7 with five to go in the third. All right, uh, Arab has all the receiver has receivers stack on the left side. They're gonna hand it off to Aldridge though. He's staking through the middle. He's finding creases there. Yeah. As he picks up about nine or ten, and so they're gonna give him nine on that play. So it'll be second down and one. Yeah, he's a very very good running back. Um, very 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 effective at missing that first missing that first tackler. Second and one for the Knights. 4:40 to go. Fort Payne leading 28-7. The Knights driving on their second possession of the half. Puccio going to put it in the basket of Aldridge. Aldridge trying to follow his blocker. Fort Payne trying to do everything they can to stop him, but not before he picks up an uh, Arab first down. That moves the ball to the Fort Payne 31. That'll be first and 10 for the Knights. You know, honestly, uh, the defense has actually been out there fairly long because our offense is scoring kind of quick. I know, yeah. <laughs> well, Fort Payne's getting a good workout. This is a really good... Uh, Set up for the rest of the region play for Fort Payne. Four receivers for Arab, two on each side. Fakes the handoff to Aldridge. Fort Payne chasing Puccio. Puccio gets out of the grass, throws it in the ground. There was a, Aldridge yeah. was there. So <laughs> there was be, a receiver there. Now that's not grounding. That's not grounding. <laughs> so that play goes incomplete. Brings up second and ten for the Knights. Got to tell Bennett not to not to jump, not to leave your feet. Stay flat, stay level. As I, as I look down below the stands, it is a kid fest. My goodness. Between the stands and you know, the field. I was field. thinking about it the other day. If you could if you could set up some bouncy houses somewhere and charge, charge people I to mean, get in, buddy, I'm, you could make a killing at one of these games. A dollar a bounce. Make some money. There are kids everywhere. Or make one giant bouncy house right across that concrete <laughs> all the way across. All right, three receivers set for the Knights. Puccio is your quarterback. Second down and 10. This thing's going to put in the basket of Aldridge. Aldridge again following his blockers. No, ball's down. Oh, ball is down. <laughs> Puccio aware goes and gets it. And they're going to mark him down at the 30-yard line after a one-yard gain from the fumble. It's going to bring up third and nine. 3.45 to go. 28-7 lead for the Wildcats. Steve Chambers came over here during halftime saying that the several fans were telling him that his name's pronounced Puccio. And he said, I thought I was saying that, but evidently I wasn't. <laughs> I thought I was saying it, but I guess I wasn't. That's very honest. If you know Steve Chambers, that's a really good joke. Yeah. Third and nine for the Knights. They handed off to Aldridge. Aldridge Ooh, hit low hit. by My Blanks, and he gracious. falls down at the 25-yard line. That's going to be short of the first down. That's going to bring up fourth and four, Brian. Yeah, Blank, Bennett Blanks is one of those guys that just – hitting is not just part of the game. That's the part he likes about the game. You know, there's, there's ball players who – 
you know, you got to tackle because that's what football requires. And Bennett plays football because that's what tackling does. And he likes it. And he <laughs> likes it. Like, you can tell he accelerates into the hits. And, buddy, he All can right. bring the thunder. All right, here we are, fourth and five so far. The here Knights have been unsuccessful. 2.45 to go. Five receivers. Puccio in the backfield by himself. He takes a snap. Looking for a quick throw. Got a flag. Has a man. Got around number 30, and he's going in for a touchdown, but there is a flag. Yeah, that may. They, I don't know if they. Is it on this? It's it's right here on this side. What would you call that? A, a quick Could curl? A, uh, well, no, they're not. It was a scissor. It was just a switch route. Ran a little out and a slant. Created a separation. I don't think there is a flag, Well, I Chris. saw a flag. I guess I did not. That must have, it could have been a Fort Payne coach throwing something. So they, he does get in the end zone and score. Yeah, now that's true. So 2.35 to go. They'll set up for the extra point. Just a little switch route there, Chris. Just out and in. Guy, it, it really, you, you, you create that to create a rub or a, or a pick. Gotcha. All right, extra point's good. Fort Payne leads ARAB 28-14. We'll be right back with more Wildcat football. back to Wildcat Stadium on homecoming as Arab pulls a nice fourth down conversion and they pick up a touchdown with it. They now trail Fort Payne 28 to 14 with 235 to go in the third. Arab set to kick off from their 40 yard line. And another short one looking for another onside kick and Fort Payne's able to receive it there at their own 41. That is that's odd. And it, now, I don't, can you do this? Because that was so short, and Arab's team looked like they stopped and like they were going to wait on the ball. Can you not plow? No. You can't plow anybody. He has to have a chance to receive it. That's okay. why Fort Payne got that penalty against Scottsboro when Nolan caught the ball on the fly. He has to have an opportunity to make the catch. He, if, if you want to just make it even easier, he could just call for a fair catch signal, and you've got to give him room, which I – it's odd that uh, Arab's doing that kind of pooch kick because we don't have a Drake Kirkpatrick on our team. So that brings up first down and 10 from the Fort Payne 41. Great field position for the Wildcats as they yeah. lead 28 to 14 over the Knights. It's a, a few puzzling decisions by Arab tonight. Two running backs in the backfield with Varnador, one on each side, three receivers, two far side, one near. Man in motion is Fowler. Fowler's coming across. Varnador got a man. He's got Oliver. With a step, Oliver catches the ball at the 20 and is tackled down to the 15-yard line for DeKalb. Fix it first down inside the Tyler Griggs Alpha red zone. Yeah, nice nice route by Brandon. And, you know, uh, when you can complete passes like that, boy, it really puts pressure on the defense because they know they've got to defend the entire field. They're going to say he was actually hit the ground at the 7, at the, seven, excuse me, the 17. It'll be first and 10 for Fort Payne. They hand it off to Blaylock. Laylock up the middle, following some blockers. He gets through. He keeps on driving the legs, and he's tackled to the 12. Man, he's a hard runner, isn't he? That'll bring up second and 
Looks like it's going to give them six. So it'll bring up second and four for the Wildcats. Yeah, the, the four-paint offense becoming incredibly balanced right now. You just you, there's no rhyme or reason when you when you're unpredictable. Boy, it's challenging to defend. Fort Payne, Barnador takes a snap, takes hand off. He's going to throw it over to Blaylock. Blaylock makes a move, and he moves faster than his feet, and he falls down. But he does get, looks like a DeKalb fix it first down, Brian. I think he, is he, he close? Did he get it? He's, he's right at it. Usually they give it yeah, to him. Again, that's, that's several times that I've watched Dax start his read progression on the right side and come all the way back to his safety valve on the left. So it's going to be third and a foot. They hand off Blaylock. Blaylock's going to get the first down. And he's going to go down at the six-yard line. It'll be first and goal from the six for Fort Payne. Minute 19 to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 28-14. Yeah, as we've talked with Coach Elmore throughout the season, Fort Payne, every, every skill guy on that field right now uh, is a risk for the defense of, of taking it to the house, and you just got to defend all of them. Barnador takes snap. He's going to hand it off to Blaylock again. Blaylock following his blockers, Ooh. and he's hit hard. Brought down at the two-yard line. It'll be second and goal from the two. 57 seconds and counting in the third quarter. I think, uh, let's see. Uh, he'll, get, he'll get this one off. Yeah, it's a, if he doesn't score here, he may just take it to, third, to the fourth. All right, let's see if they reward Blaylock by handing it to him again. Yeah. This time he's on the right of Barnador. Barnador's going to put it in his bread basket, and he pushes forward and leans in. Uh, they're calling it short. They're call him short on the inch line. Be third in an inch with 30 seconds. They may let this go to the fourth quarter, Brian. Yeah, I would. <clears throat> Coach, Bar Coach uh, Elmore pointing toward the clock. Y'all relax. Yeah, he's going to let it just run out here. 14 seconds of county. Fort Payne leading 28-14 to 14 over ARAB. Here's Although the he third just, quarter. He could just run up there real quick, call the play, have it set up this way, and just go. A little trickeration again. Yeah, a little trickeration. It's, is, it's in play. He is feeling October. Like when you take about five steps and then go, now go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the third three quarters of play. Your Wildcats lead the Knights of ARAB 28-14. to 14. We'll be back with Wildcat football. back here in Wildcat Stadium. It's homecoming. Full moon. It's fall. Fort Payne leading Arab Knights 28 to 14 as we get ready to start the fourth quarter. And fair I'm, week. I was going to say I'm joined by my, to my right by the specialist, my color man, Brian Northcutt. Brian, how you feeling? Uh, well, good right now. Hoping Fort Payne go up 35 to 14 right here going into the fourth. 
tell you what, if there was a way to eat snacks and talk at the same time, that would be great. It is. I could go for a bowl of peanut. <laughs> we'll get you one. I'll cover it for a little bit. All right, something happened. Looks like uh, maybe Arab jumped. Uh -oh. <laughs> now, we don't need to get let things yeah, get out of hand. Jordan Wright just got hot. And Varnador's jumping up and down. Will Patton having to calm everybody down. I don't know what happened there. Now, let's see. Flags were thrown. It was third and goal from the inch line. Dax, Dax is not Dax is going to come explain to the coach. Let's see what they call here. The refs are coming out. Offsides. Arab. Half the distance would <laughs> be it. Up, would be a two inches. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the offensive line said, I don't care what Coach Elmore calls you. We're running quarterback sneak because I'm about to plow through somebody right now. <clears throat> I hear you. So uh, it'll be one receiver out, Brandon Oliver on the right side. He's not out very far. Blaylock and Varnador in the backfield. Varnador slaps his hands. Slaps him again, takes a snap, and this time he handed to Blaylock, and Blaylock dropped it, but they blew the whistle, blew it dead. Not sure what's going on. This is going to be illegal procedure against uh, Fort Payne. A little too amped here right now. Yeah, I need to calm down here. You don't need to shoot yourself in the foot when you have the ball on the inch line. So now it's going to be a little little tighter window. Third and third and goal from the five. Six, they're going to say six. So third and go from the six. Fort Payne leading 28-14 as we start the fourth. Fort Payne goes back to their spread formation now. I don't know if they're going to try to see what they do. Vondador in the backfield. He's going to turn and throw it up to the corner for Fort Payne. The receiver and the ball is knocked out of his hands incomplete to bring up fourth and six from the six. Fourth and goal from the six. There's a lot of hands going on there. A lot of hand action there between Brandon and that defender. All right, they're going to send in the field goal unit. And they got number 14. That is Aiden Chamber. No. No. Oh, it's not Aiden Chamber. He's number 14. He's Fort Tyler Wooten. He's, he's an end. Oh, I see. Now I see. Connor Hughes is in, correct? That's who's messing with the turf. Yep. <clears throat> All right, Hughes will attempt the, the uh, field goal. Looks like a 21-yard field goal attempt. snap hold is down kick is up and it is powered through and good so Fort Payne puts on three more points as they now lead the Arab Knights 31 to 14 let's just stay here with it let's talk about talk about that drive here at the um, what caused Fort Payne to slow down there slow down on the pace <clears throat> other than penalties um, yeah I think probably trying to keep the game in hand and try to keep it steady and keep that clock moving right now. Uh, <clears throat> they had a chance, and I think fully Coach Elmore's thinking, let's get this ball in, and we're 35. We're up 21 points. It's really challenging to come back from in one quarter. So um, They ran they ran a lot of Blaylock on that down mm -hmm. there near the yeah, goal. Yeah, threw the deep ball to, to, to Brannon to get it down there and then, and then ran a steady dose of Carter and really would have scored with him except for that uh, uh, procedure penalty right on the goal line. Unfortunately, not be able to finish that one off that way. Well, they got Chambers in to kick off. Chambers says his last two kicks have gone deep in the end zone. Yep. Uh, Coach Jerry Elmore wanted me to thank Church of the Highlands for providing the pregame meal today to the, to the Wildcats. Uh, gotcha. Coach Elmore does a great job of, of getting food for these kids um, each any, week. Any score updates? Yep, I'm about to do that after this kickoff. You <laughs> gotcha. call the kickoff, I'll get the score updates. There you go. 
Hayden Chambers set to kick off from the 40. Another kick away. This one's high, deep. They're going to field it at the one. The Knights running out, finding a hole, and they are tripped down at the 20, and that's where he'll land just on this side of the 20. They'll give him the 21, so he starts one yard further than if it had been a touchback. All right, Chris, in North Alabama football, Oxford leads um, Hartsville 22-7 to in the third quarter. The Scottsboro up big on Priceville, 42-14. to Gadsden City down to Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa, 18-3. to um, Boaz uh, uh, winning against Southside, 35-28 to in the third quarter. Muscle shows up 42-21 to on uh, James Clements. Um, got Aniana leading Springville, 21-14. to all right, Arab lines up. Three receivers, two far side, one near. Puccio takes a snap, looking for a quick throw, trying to find a receiver. Nobody there. Fort Payne gives chase, and they do. They drop him for about a two-yard loss. It'll be second and 12. Yeah, good job, Tremaine Smith there. Uh, Gunnersville leading Buckhorn 31-7. to Fife up big on Plainview, 42-14. Uh, Mountain Brook leading Hoover. Hoover's dropped off this year, 27-17. to Cherokee County defeats... Uh, uh, Munford 56 to 10. That game's already over. It's on not even nine o'clock. Uh, Sylvania leading the big game in the county. Sylvania leading uh, Pisgah 28 to 24 in the third quarter. All right, second down and 12 for the Knights. Ball is on their own 19-yard line. Fort Payne doing a lot of moving around on defense. Puccio's going to hand it off to Aldridge. He trips and falls. He gets it back to the line of scrimmage. It'll bring up third and 10 for the Knights. Right, Collinsville up on uh, Gaston 40 to zero. Uh, Valley Head leading Eider at 55 to 8. 1047 to go. Fort Payne now leads 31 to 14 over the Arab Knights here on Homecoming Night. And a nice, cool homecoming night. Yeah. That, that, that heat, it's still getting a little hot during the day. It gets hot during the day, but it's cooling off at night. Yeah. All right, third and ten for the Knights. Three receiver set, two far side, one near. Who chose your quarterback? He takes a snap. He's looking to throw. He stands in the pocket. Nope, he's being flushed out. Fort Payne's chasing him. He moves to his right, throws downfield, and Fort Payne's there with interception. Caden Dubos. Dubos at the 25. And Fort Payne will get a turnover and start the first and 10 from the Arab Knight 25-yard line. Yeah. Fort Payne really been in the backfield a lot tonight, pressuring Puccio. And uh, I, think, I think Drew right there just decided, i got to make something happen. Throws across his body, running right, throws back to the middle of the field, and that's just... That's a that's a bobo no no for quarterbacks. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I like that term, bobo no no. <laughs> so Fort Payne with great field position on the turnover. They are on the Arab Knight 25 yard line, first and ten, leading 31 to 14. Ten to go in the game. Barnador is your quarterback. He takes a snap. He's looking to throw. He stands in the pocket. Throws it over to uh, Sig. Wow! Lays it right there for Griggs. What a throw and catch. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's a pretty toss right there. Dropped it right in the bucket. Because there were two guys on basically on each side of Griggs. Yeah. Put it right where it needed to be. So inside the alpha red zone for DeKalb. Fix it first down. First and goal from the one-yard line. Monador hands it off to Blaylock. Blaylock pounds it through. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Yes. Trying to watch what's going on. I think uh, there's still a little bit of chippiness going on down there. But Fort Payne scores the touchdown. Carter Blaylock. Uh, you know that that defense, that three-three stack that that, that Arab runs. There are holes in it, but you got to be able to find them, and you got to have a quarterback that can hit the holes. And and 
That has been very effective tonight. Four Paint has done a great job. Dax has done a great job of, uh, All right. of hitting the holes. There's another flag. So just like that, after turnover, two plays, Fort Payne puts points on the board, and now they're attempting the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Whistle was blown. Now they're doing something. As Brian says, there may be still some chippiness going on out yeah, there. Yeah, I think, I think they simulated. I think that's the uh, simulating the snap, snap count where they're trying to get Fort Payne to jump off sides. Gotcha. All right, uh, White Hat's going to come over and talk. Listen to Coach Elmore say something. I think he's asking, can we take that on the kickoff? All right, so Fort Payne will be, now will attempt the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Connor Hughes is set. There's a the snap. Hold is down. Hughes kicks it. It's through, and it's good. Sierra Fort, Fort Payne Wildcats with 9.51 left, left to go in the game lead the Arab Knights 38-14. to 14. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. All right, welcome back into Wildcat Stadium. It's homecoming where your Wildcats lead the Arab Knights 38 to 14 with 9.51 to go in the game. Fort Payne, quick strike them, Ron. Yeah, uh, but really just the, I think Arab kind of getting frustrated and, 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 and trying to heave something up to make some plays, and Fort Payne gets a quick turnover and points right after it. So uh, good that they're kind of finishing the deal, closing the sale, or whatever you want to say, all those that are uh, different. Um, What's that called? Analogies. Analogies. There we go. That's a big word. Aiden Chamber got every bit of that one as he kicks that one Whoa. out of the it, end zone as it hits the photographer. It, 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 is that pinholster down there? Pinholster just took one to the camera. <laughs> hey, the way he was standing with that camera, he's lucky he didn't get really hurt. Yes. He kicked that. Hayden kicked that one out of the back of the end zone, Brian. Because yeah. pinholster standing behind the white. Yeah. They must have enforced that penalty on the kickoff. I didn't see where he kicked from. All right, so it'll be first and 10 for the Knights at their own 20-yard line with 9.51 to go. Fort Payne leading 38-14 to 14 here in homecoming. They hand it off to Aldridge. Aldridge again up the middle. He's able to get three or four yards on those carries, Brian. Yeah, he, they, they've been real effective. That blocking scheme's real effective. They've been making yards. Uh, they've been moving the ball. It's just uh, not steady enough to keep up with Fort Payne. Yep, not steady and not quick enough. Yeah. And they haven't put uh, the linebacker back in, which is very interesting because they, I mean. You know, he, he did a lot of damage. Silva? Yep, Silva. I was looking at the Puccio, the quarterback. He's He is a whopping 5'5 five five out there. Yeah. So Puccio has two receivers out wide. They're going to hand off again to Aldridge. He follows his blockers, and he's able to squirt through up until it looks like he's going to be close to a first down. Yeah, and. and Arab, they're leading their region. I mean, they, they play in a region with Douglas, Sardis, uh, I think maybe Boaz. Um, 
probably. I don't know. His gunners will 4A. I think they're 4A. That, but, that run will pick up an Arab first down, first and 10 from their own 30. So the, this is this is not what I'm saying is this is not a slouch team. This is a good 5-18. Puccio fakes the handoff. Four hey. Payne there makes contact, and they're going to throw yeah. it on that one. Just a little bit early I on thought, the Payne defender. I thought defender. it was, yeah. So that's going to be pass interference. <laughs> That'll give some, the coaches something to work on. Off of this uh, film is those slants, a lot of slants tonight. Now, you, now you folks, listen. If you know, if you've been following Fort Payne, you know they lost the first game to um, Scottsboro, 56 to 51. Um, Arab held Scottsboro to 28 points. Yeah, and we've put on 38 and three quarters. Yep. So, so I know yeah. to say to say that I say all that, Coach Hilmer would probably like another shot at Scottsboro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got you've got uh, region play. You know, Four Pains right in the thick of, of of hosting a region or hosting a first round playoff game, which is certainly an admirable goal to have. First to ten, Puccio fakes the handoff. He takes it himself. He goes around the left side. He's got plenty of room. One man to beat. He gets around him, but unfortunately for him, Fort Payne drives him down from behind. But not before he gets a first down, and he's injured, Brian. Huh? I, yeah, that I, bet, I bet he's got the wind knocked out of him because he fell on the football. Probably. <laughs> He landed on his stomach. I bet he's fine trying to breathe, and that's what they're. That's what's well, going on. I hope on. that's all it is, because he's he's a he's a valuable member of ARAP. Yeah, I think you're right. Because he was carrying that ball in the middle, and they come behind him, and he, I, I guarantee you he fell that ball, hit him in the tummy, his yeah. stomach. So he'll have to come out to play. We'll get to see their second string quarterback, which looks like number 17. Is that right? Yeah, it looks like it. Philip yep. Rivers. Yeah, that's going to be Jackson Cook. He's six foot, 135, sophomore. So the second string quarterback's in after the Puccio gets injured. I think he's just collecting his breath over there. He yeah. looks looks maybe okay. This will probably be a running play. What you guess? <laughs> First and ten for the Knights at the Fort Payne 30. They're handing off to Aldridge. He's met quickly, but not before he drags the defenders to about three or four yard gain. All right, it'll be second and seven. Eight minutes to go. Fort Payne leading Arab 38 to 14 here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Fort Payne doing a great job of really not giving up big plays, making Arab drive the ball, and, and consistently they haven't been able to do that all night. All right, Arab with two receivers, one on each side. Aldridge in the backfield. Puccio is back in the game. He takes a handoff. They put it in the basket of Aldridge. Aldridge leans forward. He stopped for about a yard gain to bring up third and five. They're getting some flags. I think that's still some jawing on going on down there. This is this is something the coach don't like if you start losing your cool. Yeah. Flag on the play. Personal foul against Fort Payne. I'm not sure what the personal foul was, but I'll give a rab a first down. That's that'll make you run stadiums right there. Yeah, that, that, that's not. <laughs> All right, 7:35 to go. Fort Payne leading 38-14. Arab though, Arab now threatening as they have moved the ball inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Yeah, coach talking to Hayden Presley. I think I guess that's the uh, guilty party there. All right, so they have the ball on the Fort Payne 13 yard line. Two receivers, Puccio in the backfield. They put a receiver in motion, moving from left to right. Puccio fakes the handoff. He rolls out right. He's got a block. Got a man in front of him. He throws it. He's at the 10, the 9. And he's brought down about the seven, six, seven yard line. He's a little injured on that tackle. Yeah, good cut down by uh, Luke Patton on that play. <laughs> he gets up a slowly, a little slowly, a little, a little, bit, a little bit of limping there. 
Seven minutes to go, 38 to 14. It'll be that plane gate seven yards. It'll be second and three. Yeah, this offense from Arab really challenges you to, to cover all the field, be able to stretch when it plays wide, but also play bulk when it's up the middle. All right, second down and three for the Knights. Puccio with the ball. He hands it off again to Aldridge. Aldridge met quickly, and he's going to lose. Nope, he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. So it'll be third down and three. Thought he might have lost one. They hit him pretty quick. Yeah. Now, I have not been paying attention, Brian. Does Fort Payne uh, blitz a lot? Do they run any stunts? Or is this uh, all line, block, line play? There's a little bit of it. It's been mostly just play man up and then read where the ball's going and then chase. Or try to get out ahead of it. So they, they've stunned it a few times, but haven't really had to, um, playing very effective just in a base defense. Now, who's that in the backfield? They got a big man. Is that uh, That's him. They That's got Silva. To, they got Silva in the backfield. Puccio's not there. They quick snack to him. He's met quickly and he's oh, dropped nice. at the six yard line for about a one yard gain. Yeah. That's going to bring up fourth and one. Um, it looks like fourth and two where they put the marker. Yeah, really good job cutting him down there. I think I think that was Will Patton getting in there to make that play. All right, fourth down, 38-14 lead for the Wildcats. 5:40 in play to play in this game. Let's see what Arab dials up. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing Silva up the middle on the edge, something. Silva's back there, direct snap to him. He's following his blockers, and Fort Payne meets him again, and they stack him up. Wow. And he's not going to get it. It'll be a turnover on downs. Wow. Great job. You know, uh, you knew it was coming. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's crazy. They got, uh, <laughs> Why not fake that? At some point, you got to have something else. And, and that's one of those, uh, yeah, it's kind of similar to what we talked about earlier. That, that, he's been very effective, was very effective on that touchdown drive in the first half. But uh, it, it, it started to feel like a one-trick pony there. All right, so Fort Payne gets the ball on, on the turnover on downs. They have it on their own 12, first and 10, 5.23 to go, leading 38-14 to 14 over the Knights. They hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to get around somebody. He does. He squirts through. He's moving to his left. He's at the 10, trying to get around the end, and he's tackled or knocked out of bounds at the 15. <laughs> Boy, a lot of effort there. That's tough. That's tough when you're that, you're that small and you can hide behind people. He's spun around and he has great balance. Yeah, and he comes out of the, out of the game. Who went in for him? That's Caden Adams. That's a fresh, uh, sophomore running back. Hey, Another so sophomore running back. Right, so or no, he may be a freshman. Come on, you gotta figure that out. <laughs> Look up forty-five. Caden Adams. Is he a freshman? Caden Adams is a 45. freshman. Yeah, he's a good running back too. All right, Caden Adams in the game at running back. Barnador back there. Three receivers, all of them on the far side. Second down and two. Four forty to go in the game. Barnador trying to get the signal. I guess they're running clock now as he's sitting there looking back at the play clock. Ten seconds on the play yeah. clock. They're standing there looking at Coach Elmore to say go. It's what we used to call four-minute offense. Three seconds. He hands it off to the running back, Adams. And he plows ahead up to the 21-yard line. That's for the cab picks it first down. Yeah, really good run by Caden there. Looks like you'll get a lot, a lot of that here as we finish out the game. Four minutes yeah. left. Fort Payne leading 38-14. Four Payne's certainly going to miss the likes of Jordan uh, Wright and Will Patton and Guzman and some of those guys on the front. But when you look in, uh, other than Nolan Fowler, I think you're returning all the skill guys for next year. Um, Griggs, uh, Shankles, Adam, not, um, yeah, Adams, 
Blaylock, Brandon Oliver, all will be back next year. All right, 3.50 and counting as Fort Payne just running the clock. 12 seconds left on the play clock because they're just running clock now. Leading 38-14, no need to get tricky here. Just hold on the ball and move it. That's it. 3.30 and counting on this one. They hand it off again to running back Adams. Adams follows the blockers, and he pushes forward for about, looks like they're going to give him about, six, about five yards on that play. Bring up, no, they're going to give him, bring up third and three. Yeah, four paint bringing in some other younger guys, giving him a chance to or second and get three. some snaps. Don't forget to stay tuned. After all of tonight's action, uh, Monk and Sammy scoreboard report will be on to give you all the results around the county and talk some high school football late, uh, late in the evening. Two fifty-five and counting. Fifteen seconds left on the play clock. Barnador just hanging out, sipping on some lemonade. They lead 38 to 14 over the Knights. All the Knights can do is watch the clock. Bands can play, clock can roll. Wondador gets it off. Hands it off to the running back. Running back, he's around the left side. Adams, Adams squirts through, almost yeah. had as he gets up to the 42. For the cap, fix the first down. He was a step away, bro. Yeah, that, that slide step right there at the end is something you, uh, pretty instinctive to good running backs, that ability to just slide back up underneath the tackle there at the end of that run. All right, it's 2.27 to go here on homecoming night at Wildcat Stadium. Your Fort Payne Wildcats leading the Arab Knights, 38-14. to 14. Uh, Who we got next week, Brian? That's an away game. I think we have Lee, right? You're, supposed, you're the guy that's supposed to know yeah, that, aren't we you? We play Lee away at some stadium I don't know about. Is that Milton Frank? No, yes. They don't play at Milton Frank, do they? I think they do. Yeah. I think I remember somebody telling me that. I played at Milton Frank back in 10th grade spring game. All right, two minutes to go. Seven seconds on the play clock. Play clock. Varnador is going to give a good dosing of a handing off to Adams. I called it. They hand it off to Adams. He follows the blockers. He pushes forward. He picks up about four yards to the Fort Payne 45. It'll bring up second down and six with a minute 40 left. Uh, five defeated uh, Plainview tonight, 49 to 14. Gunnersville final with Buckhorn, 38 to seven. Uh, Pisgah leading Sylvania in the fourth quarter, 32 to 28. Minute 20 to go. 27 seconds left on the play clock as, as Dax and Adams will sit back and have tea. Yeah, that's Shaparo there. Oh, is that Shaparo? Yeah. you gotta, you got to correct me on my calls now. we got to give some notoriety. Shaparo is in the backfield. He is a what, a junior? I believe so. I think Let's that's see his right. number 32. Yes, he's a junior. That's an illegal formation, but I hope they don't call it. Arnador is going to hand it off to Shaparo. Shaparo left side. He's wrapped up for no gain. Actually, they'll give him a yard. He'll bring up third and one. Little extracurricular play, uh, but that's not that's football. Yeah, that's not much there. 50 seconds. They'll have to run one more play, Brian, and this will be a win in the books for the, yep. the Fort Payne Wildcats. Yeah, Fort Payne stuck in the middle right now of, of, of a lot of one-and-one one teams in the region, so start getting some separation beginning next week. Fort Payne amongst uh, you've got – Gadsden City at 2-0. and oh. You've got uh, mate, no, Hazel Green at 0-2, at oh and, and everybody else is 1-1. One one. So they'll start separating next week when we go to to Lee, try to get that win. Then we got Buckhorn, got Hazel Green, and try to finish out with those wins and host a playoff game. All right, 10 seconds left on the play clock, 14 seconds left on the game game clock. This play will do it. Arnador take the snap. He'll hand it off. Uh, just push forward, and he'll be tackled eventually. 
They still got him up. They haven't blown the play dead. They finally blew the play dead. Nobody fell down. Somebody fell down. Defender. And that'll do it. Clock goes to zeros as your Wildcats win on homecoming. 38-14 to 14 over the Arab Knights. We'll take a two-minute break and bring you back and bring you back with some thoughts about tonight's game. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Passion, community, love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties, get Payne is uh, singing the alma mater, going to meet with Coach Elmore. I think we'll have an interview with him down there at some point with FPTV. I uh, want to thank some of our sponsors for tonight and what's uh, been with us all season. Fort Payne uh, Urgent Care, DeKalb Wholesale Builder Supply, Rick's Appliance, Cedar Bluff Oil, Bruce's Foodland, My Supply, Westmoreland Tire, Patterson's Music and Jewelry, North Alabama Trophies, Shankles Body Shop, Alpha Insurance Agent Tyler Griggs, the Cab Fix It Appliance Store, Pure Clean, Annette Wright and Remax Property Center, Clark Auto Sales, First Fidelity Bank, and Thrive Outdoors. Also want to thank Four Payne Superintendent Brian Jett, Four Payne High School Principal Scott Timmons, Steve Black, Rebecca Mason with FPTV for their continued partnership with Wildcat Football. We're going to have Monk and Sammy Scoreboard Show as soon as we sign off on the radio side of things. I think they'll have a TV interview with, uh, with Coach Elmore here shortly with Fort Payne uh, uh, with FPTV. Chris uh, Dura had to walk over to the side. They're going to do the band uh, halftime show, and he's going to introduce the band here in a second, so I'm going to close things out for you guys. We're excited next week. Fort Payne back on track with the win. 
ready to uh, go to, to Huntsville next week, get back into region play. It looked like everybody pretty well stayed healthy. We're excited about uh, the, the rest of the season for Fort Payne Wildcat football. So for Holly Allen, WZOB, FPTV, everybody else, and Chris Durr, this is Brian Northcutt. You've been listening and watching Fort Payne Wildcat football. Good evening, folks.
So Coach Elmore, 38-14, uh, big win over Arab. Uh, and uh, second half, a lot of big plays on defense. So yeah. you want to talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I thought we, you know, we, we gave up some yards on defense, but we made some big plays when we needed to. Made some big fourth down stops, made some big plays in, uh, in the red zone uh, and kept them from scoring. So that, and that was the difference in the game because if they would have scored a couple, a couple times they were in the red zone, uh, it would have been a lot closer game, obviously, there at the end. And uh, so much, much better on defense as far as getting some stops. We, you know, we, we were on the field a lot, uh, and they, they drove the ball a lot, but we did get off the field when we needed to and make some big stops. So this next week, Coach, we're going on the road. We, I think we got two away games yeah. coming up, yeah. and uh, we're going on the road against Lee over at Milton Frank Stadium. Yeah. Uh, I believe Lee stands at like three and two regular season. I think that's right. Yeah, uh, they, they've got a good team. They, they uh, I think Jemison beat them earlier in a close ball game, uh, but they beat Hazel Green, so they're one and one in the region like we are. So, you know, it'll be a big game for kind of the region standings. You know, the winner will will move into kind of that second spot. So, uh, you know, the, the, the next next week and really the next three weeks are all big because they're all region games. So, uh, we just got to, you know, as I just I just told them, we got to go back to work and just keep getting better. It's, it's, it sounds like something you read in the book, but it's the truth. We just gotta. We got to keep getting proven. Uh, I thought offensively we played well. I guess we never punted. Um, we scored every time we got it until that last drive when the clock ran out. So, you know, proud of our efficiency there. And that's what I told them. It's not about how many points you score. I think sometimes we get too caught up in how many points we score. Uh, it's about scoring when you get the ball. And, and that's, that's what right. we did tonight. So uh, I was proud of our offense, how they played too. Well, Coach, congratulations. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate what y'all uh, do, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks yes, for y'all supporting our, our team and our program. Well, we enjoy it. Glad to be a part of it. Yeah, it's like, appreciate it. Thank Thanks. you.